Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I have to say thank you for being on the program again, as always. Um, enjoyed it. Insightful, informative, educational. Um, we'll be back in two weeks with James Corbett from the Corbett Report. I'm Alfred Addis, and this is Financial Survival. Um, I want to thank all of you for listening. Uh, good night. I work all night, I work all day to pay the The political, religious, and medical views presented on various shows heard on American Voice Radio Network are not necessarily the views held by the management of American Voice Radio and are not presented as an endorsement by this network. All statements heard on American Voice Radio are the sole responsibility and opinion of those who speak the particular statement. Most people realize their body needs clean water to function properly. Pure is the cleanest water, also known as distilled water. Some frauds pushing fake science and ignorant people repeating their disinformation and half-truths will tell you distilled water leaches minerals from the body. What they fail to tell you is distilled water only attracts and flushes inorganic minerals from your body. These are minerals your body cannot process and can interfere with your proper body functions. Distilled water does flush these inorganic materials from your body and is an effective and natural way to cleanse your body. AVR sells a distiller that distills one gallon every three and a half hours. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com, click on the Superstore, go to the distiller, check the pricing and how to order, and watch the video explaining in detail why distilled water is pure water. Prices have increased over 40%. Energy prices have increased over 20%. Wheat and gas prices have increased over 70%. What's going to be next? Do you see these trends reversing or even stabilizing? All fiat currencies have always failed and collapsed their economies on their way down. The Roman Empire, China, France, Argentina, Finland, Mexico, Russia, Zimbabwe all tried fiat currency and all collapsed into chaos. Meanwhile, the dollar has lost over 97% of its gold value since 1971 when an ounce of gold was valued at $35. If your assets are in paper, you are in danger. Protect your assets with gold and silver. Visit Discount Gold and Silver Trading at DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com or call 1-800-375-4188. That's 800-375-4188. Protect yourself and your family. Studies have shown that the farm soil we get our vegetables from is dead, meaning it is depleted of minerals. Sulfur is a mineral. Sulfur has been depleted from the soil, which means most people have been depleted of sulfur. 
Sulfur has been found to transport oxygen throughout the body. You need oxygen. You need organic sulfur. American Voice Radio Network has organic sulfur. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com and then to the Superstore to order your organic sulfur. It's your choice. Do you want to feel better or not? Don't forget to tune in to the Sulfur Hour Plus One on AmericanVoiceRadio.com, Thursdays, 6 p.m. Pacific.
All right, good afternoon all. This is the Frank Report. I'm your host, Francis Stephan. You're listening right here on American Voice Radio Network. It is Friday, August 5th, 2016, and it's seven minutes after noon Pacific time. If that's when it is where you're at, we are, in fact, live. 800-932-1980 is the call-in number. Last chance for this week, for this show, anyway. 800-932-1980. You can also go to the uh, website, theamericanvoice.com or americanvoiceradio.com. Everything you need to know is on there. Uh, Everything you need to know about this network is on there. Everything you need to know. Well, I don't know where that's all located, but it's all over the place, and there's plenty you need to know, so... That ought to keep you busy if you're looking for everything you need to know. Yeah, that, that, that'll that keep you busy for a while. Uh, but we have a chat room there. It's another way you can participate. And you can uh, you don't have to participate, though. You can just kind of uh, uh, you know, socialize with the other folks in there. But it's also a good place to pass on uh, you know, things like local news that's not being covered and all that good stuff. Anyhow, all right, I wonder here. uh, Let's see here. I'm going to type that in there because it seems I'm getting some sort of error message on my deals here. Okay, so, well, we'll just have to figure out what the heck's going on here at a later date with uh, with my one computer here that, Luckily, really doesn't have anything to do with the broadcast. All right, let's see here. Well, the first news is is kind of odd because just last night I was having a chat conversation with a friend of mine down in California, and he was talking about the uh, that he thinks that this whole Zika, Zika Freaka out that the media is having is also Bill Gates can get a payoff on his $50 million investment that he made with the company that made these mutant mosquitoes that they are now, the headline for this morning, are going to release in Florida. These are mutated mosquitoes created in a lab. Frankenstein mosquitoes, if you will. And they are going to release them into the wild. Uh, Listen, folks, do you envision anything could go wrong with that idea? I mean, honestly, do you? I do. You start putting mutate... Look, okay, look what happens... Look what happens when farm fish get in with the regular population. Look what happens when GMO crops get near, you know, anybody else's farm. They spread, okay, because they're not natural. They are what amounts to as a noxious weed, okay? 
This is not going to be good, folks. These mosquitoes are going to cause some real big problems. And, you know, Bill Gates, he doesn't fund anything that doesn't kill people, okay? Yeah, Bill and Melinda Gates, little foundation where we're here to help everybody. No, he's not. This is the guy that says, you know, if we do vaccinations right, we can kill 15% of the population. The whole population. Do you realize? Hey, let's do a little math here. What is exactly 15% of 7 billion people? Huh? That's like a billion people. Okay? Let, let's be clear here. Okay, Bill Gates is saying if we do vaccinations right, we can kill about a billion people. Woohoo! And you're going to allow this guy to release mutant mosquitoes into the wild? Oh, I think this is a bad, bad choice, man. Yeah, I don't see any good coming out of this. But they don't care. See, they're doing it because, well, hey, it's Bill Gates, and he owns the government now. Or they own him. Because let's not forget, the government sued Microsoft a while back, many, many years ago. And Microsoft lost. And what was it about? Oh, it was about monopoly power. And they were found guilty. They lost. You know what that means? Well, let's look back in history. What did that mean? What did it mean for Standard Oil? What did it mean for AT&T? What did it mean for Bell? It means we're busting you up in a little pieces. That's what it means. Did that happen to Microsoft? No, it didn't happen to Microsoft. As a matter of fact, not much of anything happened to Microsoft. Now, how could that be? The government spends all this time and money prosecuting Microsoft, finding them guilty, and then they do pretty much nothing? Because you know what? Finding these companies, oh, we're going to fine you $500 million, big deal. That's like telling you, okay, that's a, that'll be a $25 ticket. Oh, okay, let me write the check. Big deal. So what happened? Yeah, what happened indeed? What happened was Microsoft agreed, okay, look, if you let us survive the way we are, the behemoth that we are, we'll write back doors in every single program we get. And we'll go out and we'll acquire other programs like Skype, things that people like to use, and we will put backdoors in all of that, too. That's why Skype had so many problems when Microsoft first took it over, because they were real busy putting all their little backdoors in Skype. And every once in a while, when you start changing code by throwing backdoors in it, you sometimes screw up and things don't work right. Well, that's what you're experiencing with Skype. And that's why it happens that way, because that's what Microsoft did, and that's why they still survive. So Microsoft is nothing but a vassal of the government. And now, we're going to have mutant mosquitoes into the wild. Oh, what could go wrong, huh? I mean, hey, 
And why? Why are we doing this? Oh, well, because Zika is so uh, dangerous because the little babies are being born with big heads or little heads or something, right? Well, that's all BS anyway, folks. Folks, listen, you're being fed a narrative by the media that Zika, you get bit by this mosquito, you get pregnant, your baby's born with a little head or a big head or whatever kind of head it is. It's not normal, right? Oh, well, hey, guess what? The Zika virus has been known since the 40s. The Zika virus symptoms are mild flu-like symptoms, not little babies having big heads, okay? What the big heads coming out of is down in South America, what the problem is, is the pesticides from these uh, corporate farms have polluted the water supply. That's what's happening. Do you know down in Rio, if you drink three teaspoons, you know how small a teaspoon is? Three teaspoons of water, you're going to the hospital. Wow, what a great place for the Olympics. Why don't we just have the Olympics at a nuclear waste dump next time, huh? Why don't we do that instead? That'll be better. Because that's about what Brazil is right now. I mean, really, the police are on strike, the fire department's on strike, you've got people robbing Olympic athletes, the water is so so polluted, they have to wear waterproof suits to go do their canoeing and stuff, or else they'll die. You drink the water, you'll die. And they blame it on mosquitoes. It's not mosquitoes, folks. It's the pesticides that they have contaminated the water with. And they don't want to let anybody know. They're covering it up. So they're blaming it on this mosquito, calling it the Zika virus, because that's a catchy little name. But it's been around since the 40s, and it has mild flu symptoms. See, they figure nobody's going to look any of this stuff up, and most people don't look any of this stuff up. You get a fancy little TV doctor with a white coat come up there and tell you, oh, yeah, Zika virus, very bad, very bad. we got to do something about it, blah, 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 blah. You get the CDC liars from the U.S. government up there covering up their dirty little cat box down there they got in uh, South America. Oh, yeah, Zika virus, very bad, bad, bad. we got to do something about it. And here's Bill, Bill Gates to the rescue. Oh, hey, I've got some mutant mosquitoes we can release into the wild. You watch, folks. You watch what starts happening down in the Keys and in Florida. After they release these mutants. And the FDA just approved it. So it's going to happen. Man, 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 oh man. I'll tell you what. This is not good news, folks. But hey, at least I'm far away from Florida. That's all I can say. We don't have many mosquitoes up here in Oregon. Not where I live anyway. So, oh well. Man, oh man, oh man. And again, I'll, I'll remind you, the White House has, has assured Donald Trump that the election won't be rigged. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, sure. What's some other good ones? Oh, yeah, I promise I won't. Oh, no, I can't say that on the air. Uh, well, pretty much anything the government says is a lie. So if they tell you the election won't be rigged, you can bet it will be rigged. 
I'm, I'm telling you, Donald Trump's got billions of dollars at his disposal, and he better start using some to uh, get some. He, he better buy some 16-year-olds living in mommy's basement that do nothing but hack computers all day long and get them on his side working for him. I'm serious, man. That's the only chance he's got. He needs somebody out there playing against the other side. Because if they're allowed to just run rampant with their little computers at the NSA, he's over, man. It doesn't matter if everybody in America supported him. And you know what? I'm convinced now these arrogant SOBs in Washington, D.C., in the Democratic Party, they don't care. They don't care if everybody in the country votes for Donald Trump. They'll still come out and say, oh, look, Hillary won. Now we're going to take all your guns, so calm down and shut up. Oh, yeah? Well, that'll be war. If Hillary Clinton becomes president, it will be war. And I'm not talking war with any other country. I'm talking civil war. I, for one, will not. That's it. If Hillary Clinton becomes president, the federal government loses absolutely all authority to say anything to me. They are an invader, an occupier, and an enemy. That's what they become. They're already all that. But if they elect her, I will consider that an act of aggression. And I think every American out there should, too. Because we know what she's going to do. See, I'm willing to give Trump a chance. Because I don't know what he, he has no He has no record in politics. He's got some good rhetoric. Let's see what he does. Hillary Clinton, we know what she's going to do because she's already done it. And she's going to continue to do it. Lie, cheat, steal, murder. Yeah. If we sit and take her as president and accept it, we're no better than every little banana republic we've ever watched and wondered, gee, why do those people put up with such a scumbag leader as they got? Golly, why don't them people get in them train cars and just roll on off to the death camps? Golly, why? Yeah, golly, why? I don't know. Go look in the mirror. Ask yourself, oh, gee, golly, why? Because we're doing exactly the same thing. And here's another one. Not quite as dangerous as Hillary Clinton, but pretty much as, you know, close to, he just hasn't been around as long. Give him time, he'll be just as big a criminal as her. And that, of course, is Paul Rhino. Yep, Paul Rhino, he's a little worried about his election hopefulness here because, you know, he's scared. Look at the Democrat, he acts just like Hillary Clinton. What does Hillary Clinton do? No press conferences. She doesn't want to have any debates with Donald Trump, but they're kind of forced to have three. And let's put them on, you know, uh, Sunday night football and Monday night football, and let's put them on times when nobody will be watching because, well, we don't want anybody to see this meltdown Hillary's about to have. Okay? Well, hey, Paul Rhino, let's look at him. No debates, no open press events. He declines to even go on Fox News. He's running scared is what's happening to him. 
He wants to hunker down and just put out his lie ads to the people of Wisconsin saying, oh, I'm a conservative. I'm for closed borders. I'm for uh, fixing the immigration. I'm for this. I'm against TTP, even though all of that is a lie. You can look at his voting record and see, no, he is the biggest open border proponent in the Republican Party. This guy is no Republican. He he pushed, he shoved the TTP fast track so Obama could by himself just go ahead and sign it. He did that. Okay? He gets all his money from out of state. He gets all his money from the same places Clinton gets all her money. And now he doesn't want to debate his opponent. He doesn't want to do anything. Why? Because he will be exposed. Because his opponent in Wisconsin is exposing his actual voting record. This guy says, no, we don't need a, a wall. But you go look at his house, and he's got a big-ass wall around his house. Really, Paul? Oh, and let me remind you, he's also married to a Democratic lobbyist. A Democratic millionaire lobbyist. What do you think she's lobbying for when they're laying in bed? Barbie, huh? You know, do you do you guys ever read any spy movies or anything, or spy novels or anything like that? What is one of the things the opposition always does to turn people? Oh, yeah, they get a nice, big, boo, blonde babe to come and start loving all over you. Oh, you're the sexiest man ever alive. Yeah, even though you're some fat old dweeb, it doesn't matter. Oh, well, here you go. This babe must be blind. That's cool. No, she's not blind. She's an operative for your enemy. Okay? They are infiltrating you. And that's what they did with Paul Ryan. He is, uh, what do they call that? Compromised. He's a Democratic operative. He's been turned by his little bimbo wife. And yeah, you can be a millionaire and still be a bimbo. That's who Paul Ryan is. And he knows it. That's why he won't do anything. Look, we know Speaker Ryan. He's been on this program many, many times. Fox and Friends host uh, Steve Dosey opened an interview with Neelam on Thursday morning by saying, we invited him to be on today. Later in the interview... With Neelam, Dosey divulged even more. We did invite Speaker Ryan to appear today, and he declined. Yes, I don't want to get on TV and debate this man, because he's going to tear me to shreds because my voting record speaks for itself. You know, I mean, we can sit there and tell, you know, say Hillary Clinton's fat, she's old, and she's stupid, and she's ugly, and she's this, and she's that, and, and so's her kid. You know, and, and we can make personal, uh, we can call her a pig, a, a, a biatch. We can, you know, we can take out the personal attacks on her all day long. And that's all fun and games. But the fact of the matter is, her record sucks. Her record is a record of treason, betrayal, and criminal activity, including murder and treason. Okay, that's what really matters. And that's what matters about Paul Ryan, too. 
We can, I can call him a rhino and a scumbag and a little weasel and his wife's a bimbo whore. And I can say all those things and make personal attacks against him. And it's all fun and games and it's true. But it doesn't really matter. What matters is his voting record. And it sucks. He's a traitor. He's a fraud. He's an infiltrated, compromised Democrat pretending to be a Republican. I don't know how much clearer I can make it. Same goes for John McStain. Look at his voting record. Start, stop listening to these people and start looking at their voting record. It's easy. You can go online. Man, the Internet is out there, folks. This is the age of information, right? Go look up these people's voting records. You know, you can call them names and all that. That's all that fun and games for political season. And yeah, oh, this is great. Let's call each other names. You know, I, I've got nothing against that. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. What matters is, what have you done? What have you done? And these people like John McStain, Paul Rhino, Hillary Clinton, Mitch McConnell, they've all got voting records, and their voting records suck. And they don't even look as sucky as they really are, because a lot of the votes that they might have made that were good were meaningless. So you've got to look a little further. For instance... When somebody votes yes on something you think was good, but it lost, you know, it lost by a landslide. What that was, was this guy was just simply voting so he could show on his voting record, look, I voted yes on this good thing here. See, look at that. I did that. Yeah, but it was a meaningless vote. You knew it at the time. Look at the close votes. Look at the close votes, and you will see so many traitors in the Congress. It's not even funny. It's not funny at all. It's exactly the opposite of funny. Meaning not funny, okay? That's what we have. And folks, you know, it really doesn't matter who you vote for after that. We are having primaries now. I mean, I don't expect, look, I don't expect people to, you know, because we, everybody's been trained and brainwashed into this whole, I'm a Republican, I'm a Democrat, I'm a this, I'm a that, I can't do, you know, I got to vote the party line. And people are like that. And people who cross party lines at this point in history were never of the party they said they were, like Meg Whitman. She's just a liar. She was just there to infiltrate the Republican Party, to put Democratic you know, foundations in the Republican Party. That's what Meg Whitman's purpose was. That's what Paul Rhino's purpose is. That's what Hillary Clinton's purpose is. Do you know she was, uh, oh, what college did she go to? Uh, was it Wesley? It was some girls' college or something. And, uh, yeah, she was the president of the Young Republicans. Do you do you realize that? I mean, it, really? Yeah. All right, well, we're going to take a break. We'll be back in a bit. This is from 72 also. About being on the road. It's called Turn the Page. 
shown that the farm soil we get our vegetables from is dead, meaning it is depleted of minerals. Sulfur is a mineral. Sulfur has been depleted from the soil, which means most people have been depleted of sulfur. Sulfur has been found to transport oxygen throughout the body. You need oxygen. You need organic sulfur. American Voice Radio Network has organic sulfur. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com and then to the Superstore to order your organic sulfur. It's your choice. Do you want to feel better or not? Don't forget to tune in to the Sulfur Hour Plus One on AmericanVoiceRadio.com, Thursdays, 6 p.m. Pacific. function properly. Pure is the cleanest water, also known as distilled water. Some frauds pushing fake science and ignorant people repeating their disinformation and half-truths will tell you distilled water leaches minerals from the body. What they fail to tell you is distilled water only attracts and flushes inorganic minerals from your body. These are minerals your body cannot process and can interfere with your proper body functions. Distilled water does flush these inorganic materials from your body and is an effective and natural way to cleanse your body. AVR sells a distiller that distills one gallon every three and a half hours. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com, click on the Superstore, go to the distiller, check the pricing and how to order, and watch the video explaining in detail why distilled water is pure water.
All right, we're back. This is the Frank Report. I'm your host, Francis Stephan. You're listening right here on American Voice Radio Network. It is still Friday, August 5th, 2016. It is 1243 out here on the Pacific Time Coast, 800-932-1980 is the call-in. The website is theamericanvoice.com or americanvoiceradio.com. Got a chat room there. You can get in there and, uh, you know, participate or just chat with the other folks in there. All right. You know, speaking of which, there was some talk. Somebody asked me in the chat room, do I, uh, do I, you know, why isn't Trump or anybody else, you know, really just hammering on, uh, Hillary Clinton if she said that she's going to tax the middle class? I mean, is this, you know... Is this even real? You know, because if it, it, you know, if it's not real, then they obviously would avoid it and not make a big deal about it. Well, there was a video out about Hillary Clinton having what the people categorized as a seizure or something, and it looked fake. Okay, the video looks fake. Unless she was possessed by demons and we were having a, uh, you know, uh, exorcist moment, that video looked fake, okay? And that's why I didn't report on that, because when I look at things and they look fake, I'm going to presume they are fake. You know, because this is another thing that the Democrats do. They will put out something outrageous like that, that is obviously fake, and then they will get the conservative out there to start passing it around and going, look at this, 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 and then they'll go, ah, you're an idiot. See how stupid conservatives are? They'll fall for anything. This is obviously a fake. See how stupid Republicans are? And then you walk away with egg on your face. And then from that day forward... When Hillary Clinton really says things and really does things, now you're not sure. Oh, you were sure about the little exorcism uh, video that was obviously a fake, but you're not sure about anything now because, well, that turned out to be a fake, and I believe that. Look, folks, you're going to get fooled from time to time. Ah, don't worry about it. You know, move on. Say, okay, well, that's fine. Somebody's a, a jerk out there, thinks that's funny. You're not helping anybody, okay? All these spoof sites, all these little ha-ha-ha parody news sites are not helping anybody, okay? They're not helping. If everybody realized it was a joke, then fine. But everybody doesn't realize it. And if you go look at these sites, they are designed to make it so nobody can tell unless they really dig. And how many people out there really dig? Nobody. Well, not nobody, but very few people. So, I'm looking at this video here, okay? And I see no glitches. I see no nothing that is inconsistent with the whole thing because it's a speech. She's making a speech, a long speech, because this woman just can't shut up. But she can't shut up, because if she shuts up, somebody might ask her a question, and we can't have that. So she just keeps talking. 
All right? And as long as you keep talking, nobody can ask you any questions. And that's her deal. You think Hillary Clinton, if she had a radio show, you'd think she'd have a call-in number? I don't think so. Unless if she did, she would have a, uh, you know, she'd have the CIA as her screener. Actually, she wouldn't even have a screener. She don't need a screener because all her callers would just be paid interns. That's all. That's how the Democratic Party rolls. Ask Debbie Wasserman when she criticized Bernie Sanders for complaining about things aren't fair. Oh, well, that's just typical from somebody who's a newbie in the Democratic Party because he just doesn't know how we do things. That's what she said. Really? So how you do things is, like, unfair? You pick who's going to be your nominee, and then you just go through the motions of the primaries? Is that how you do things in in the Democratic Party? Well, apparently it is, and she was rewarded with a nice big fat job in Hillary Clinton's campaign for screwing over the other Democratic Party, you know, runner-up. Look, I'm no Bernie Sanders fan. But if you're going to have a primary election, I mean, it should be fair. Don't you think? I mean, if it's not, then what's the point? Other than fraud. Huh? Oh, oh, by the way, fraud is a bad thing, okay? In case nobody filled you in on that, fraud is a bad thing. But let's listen to Hillary Clinton here. Now, you see, you don't get the benefit of watching the video. Uh, I am. So you'll just have to, I guess, take my word for what I'm seeing. Looks like it's, you know, there's no, uh, no fun of business going on with this video. But let's give her a listen here. See what she says. And, you know, if you're in the middle class, this applies to you. I'm telling you right now. We're going to write fairer rules for the middle class, and we are going to raise taxes on the middle class. What? And the crowd cheers? (laughs) Wow. Okay, so, you know, it really is true. The world is populated by idiots. Uh, well, maybe not. Maybe the world is not populated by idiots. Maybe maybe just they're all at Hillary Clinton's speeches. Yeah, that's what she said. And the crowd cheered. Yay, tax me more. Yay, I don't want all my money. Yay, I want to work for you and give everything to you. Yay. Oh, man. More trouble in Chicago. Chicago police in a nationwide conference call and bulletin warned of civil unrest. <laughs> okay. Uh, I shouldn't laugh because it's really not funny. But in a way, it's kind of hilarious that, listen, this is a town that every weekend, you know, 40 to 60 people get shot. Okay, every weekend, 40 to 60 people get shot. And I'm not even counting the few people that get shot during the week, you know. And they're talking about, oh, warning, civil unrest and potential violence. Really? 
So you don't figure between 40 and 60 people getting shot every weekend is potential violence? You don't think that is violence? Boy, they've lowered the bar in Chicago, haven't they? Anyway, they're they're warning of civil unrest and potential violence against cops. (gasps) Following the department's anticipated release of video related to an incident in which a black man was fatally shot in the back... Two law enforcement officials said Friday the officer violated policy in last week's shooting of 18-year-old Paul O'Neill. Well, I got news for you folks out there. What that department just did was throw that officer to the wolves. Because the minute it's either proven or admitted that an officer violated policy and injured somebody or, you know, damaged you and, you know, something of yours, that immediately opens him up to be sued personally. Do you understand that? Now, a lot of people out there talk all the time about, yeah, well, sue the agency and sue the uh, agent, you know, uh, personally. Well... You know, that sounds good, and that's a good plan, as long as you can show that the agent, officer, whatever, actor, violated the policy of the agency's authority he was acting under. Okay, you have to do that. This is just one of them things that you got to do in order to proceed, or you will get thrown right on out of court. You have to show they violated policy. Then you can sue them personally, and there's nothing they can do. Because once you're outside the policy box, well, now you don't have any qualified immunity. So they just threw this guy to the wolves. Uh, Let's see here. In Sweden, 30,000 refugees go missing. Oops. As the Swedes face increasing violence from asylum seekers. You know, the thing is, let's say you're really a refugee. You know, things are really bad and horrible where you live, and, man, you just want to escape. You want to go live somewhere safe. So somebody says, yeah, okay, come over here. You can be a refugee over here. We'll give you asylum. So you get there. And I don't know, if if you're for real, if your purpose is really just to escape and go live somewhere safe, you're going to be thankful, aren't you? Oh, man, thanks. You know, you rescued me. You gave me a safe place to live. Gee, man, thanks. Is there anything I can do for you? You know, because, man, you just basically saved my life. I mean, wouldn't that be a normal reaction? So is that the reaction of these Muslim savages that they're calling refugees? Is that their reaction wherever they go? No, it isn't. Wherever they go, they perpetrate violence 
against the people of the country that is hosting them. Folks, that tells me their purpose was never to escape a bad situation and just go live somewhere safe. Their purpose was to invade another country. And they're doing it with the help of the United States government in Washington, D.C. And you got to wonder why. Oh, but you don't have to wonder very far because we have a Muslim infiltrator as president, Barack Hussein Obama, with his little dog, Valerie Jarrett, standing behind him telling him what to do. She was born in Iran. How much clearer does this have to get for you? Do you know how many Muslims have been hired by the Department of Homeland Security? Do you realize that Homeland Security just gave a bunch of Muslims up in Minneapolis a tour of all the secured areas of the airport because they were concerned about being uh, profiled? So they gave them a tour of all the secret places and showed them all the ways that they go about, ICE goes about not ICE, uh, TSA goes about securing the airport in secret places of the airport that you don't ever get to see. But the Muslims got to see it. Now they can report back to their terrorist buddies. Okay, here's the layout of... Are, are you kidding me? You know... Here's something. After a watchdog blog repeatedly linked him and other local officials to corruption and fraud, the sheriff of Terrebonne Parish in Louisiana on Tuesday sent six deputies to raid a police officer's home to seize computers and other electronic devices. Sheriff Jerry Lapender's deputies submitted affidavits alleging criminal defamation against the anonymous author of the Exposed Dat blog and obtained search warrants to seize evidence in the officer's house and from Bedbook. The officer, Wayne Anderson, works for the police department of Huma, the county seat of Terrebonne Parish, and according to New Orleans WWL-TV, formerly worked as a Terrebonne Sheriff's deputy. So now we have sheriffs raiding people's homes who expose their criminal activity. Huh. Man, I'm telling you, it. we are, you know what? The song I play at the beginning, I know a lot of you don't, you know, don't care for that song as much as you have some others I played, but you better listen. You better start listening to the lyrics, okay? We are on the edge of a revolution. And yeah, y'all need to hear it over and over and over and over again to get it, apparently. I'm encouraged that more people bought guns last month than any any other month prior. We keep breaking records every month. People are out there and they're buying guns. And I'm glad they're buying guns. But always keep in mind, folks, the guns you get to buy are only good to go get better guns when the time comes. Okay? Really. That's, what do you think the French Resistance did? 
they took their little guns and they went and killed some Nazis and took their better guns. Well, we got our own Nazis, folks. I just told you about one down there in Louisiana. Because you know what? When somebody sits there and starts exposing a sheriff for his corruption and the sheriff sends his thugs out to kick in your doors and take all your stuff, there's something real wrong in America. And I don't think the court system or your politicians are going to fix it. You better get ready. You better get prepared. We're in for a rough ride. So you better buckle up and be ready to rumble because it's coming our way and you've got a choice. You can die on your knees, or you can die fighting for what you believe in, because either way, you're going to die. Everybody dies. So, on that cheery note, have a good weekend. I'll be back Monday. Coming up uh, next is Financial Survival, so stay tuned, and as always, thanks for listening. religious and medical views presented on various shows heard on American Voice Radio Network are not necessarily the views held by the management of American Voice Radio and are not presented as an endorsement by this network. All statements heard on American Voice Radio are the sole responsibility and opinion of those who speak the particular statement. heart condition and emergency rooms and medical doctors are not an option, you need our emergency heart attack kit. Five concentrated liquid formulas enter the system in 60 seconds to protect your heart muscle, strengthen heartbeat, increase circulation, relieve pain, and make breathing easier. When seconds count, you want all the help you can get with our emergency heart attack kit. Easy to use and portable in a one pound compact kit for your purse, briefcase, or car. Call Apothecary Herbs now for your emergency heart attack kit, toll-free, 866-229-3663. That's 866-229-3663. International callers dial 704-875-8010 or order online at the 3 wsthepowerherbscom prices have increased over 40%. Energy prices have increased over 20%. Wheat and gas prices have increased over 70%. What's going to be next? Do you see these trends reversing or even stabilizing? All fiat currencies have always failed and collapsed their economies on their way down. The Roman Empire, China, France, Argentina, Finland, Mexico, Russia, Zimbabwe all tried fiat currency and all collapsed into chaos. Meanwhile, the dollar has lost over 97% of its gold value since 1971 when an ounce of gold was valued at $35. If your assets are in paper, you are in danger. Protect your assets with gold and silver. Visit Discount Gold and Silver Trading at DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com or call 1-800-375-4188. That's 800-375-4188. Protect yourself and your family.
Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Melody Cedarstrom, and you're listening to Financial Survival. I'm here to my, with my co-host, Alfred Addis, to bring you our opinion and commentary on today's economic and political events. Today is Friday, August 5th, 2016. Good afternoon, Al. Hello, Melody. Well, 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 we had some pressure on gold today, and of course, all due to the jobs report, which I had mentioned yesterday, we were going to see some big swings in either direction, depending if they were going to tell us the truth or tell us the lies, and I'd have to think we're more along those tell me lies, tell me lies, tell me sweet little lies about the job report, and so we did have pressure on gold today. Gold was down 24 at 1337 we have silver down 65 cents at 1976 platinum was down 14 at 1147 and palladium was down 9 at 699 dollars the usdx today was of course higher 0.46 at 96.23 little pressure 06 at 41.87 and of course the markets did react on a positive note Uh, the Dow was up 187 points at 18,539 the Nasdaq was up 54 at 52.21 the S&P up 20 I'm sorry up 18 at 21.82 10-year yield popped 1.58 percent and the euro dropped at 111 down 0.37 and uh, everyone was all happy. I guess they all knew what was going to happen overseas before we did. They had the, they probably had the numbers uh, um, because um, London, Germany, and both Hong Kong all went uh, significantly higher overnight. But the employment uh, jumped in July with renewed vigor, and um, payrolls climbed by 255,000 last month. And, of course, this did exceed all forecasts um, of the 89 economists that were surveyed. June, we had a 292,000 gain, and uh, that was a bit larger than previously estimated. Um, So um, the jobless rate is holding steady at 4.9%. And uh, there was also, let's see, mainly the gains was healthcare, manufacturing, temporary help agencies, leisure, hospitality. Government did tackle on 38,000 workers, and that was the most since uh, September 2014. Now, the underemployment rate climbed to 9.7% in July from a 9.6%, as many of the people entering the workforce had to settle for part-time jobs. The number of people working part-time for economic reasons rose to 5.94 million from 5.84 million. Also, the number of discouraged Americans, those who stopped looking for work because of bleak prospects, rose to a five-month high of 591,000. So, you know, you can view this many ways, Al. It's an election year. And um, are you there? Yes, I'm here. It's an election year, and I think you're going to see these kind of numbers all the way through November. So well, it, it'd be good for Hillary if they did. Then exactly, and so, uh, but also it puts pressure on the the Fed. 
means if these numbers continue, you know, she will have to do a rate increase. But these numbers just go against how our economy is growing. I mean, the two don't, <laughs> you know, with these kind of numbers, our economy should be growing at least, what, 2.5%, 3%? And we got, what, 1.2%? Well, you know, there's the other point. They talk about part-time workers, and mm-hmm. part-time is now defined as, I think, anyone who's working less than 30 hours a week. So if that's correct, I, they, my understanding is 30 hours a week is now deemed to be full-time. <laughs> it was just a couple of years ago, 40 hours a week was full-time. Now part-time is full-time, or at least 30 hours a week. I mean... One of the calculations that we should be looking at, and I don't have it in front of me, and I, I'm sure someone has this, I don't, um, is not how many workers we have in this country, but how many work hours we're putting in. If we have, if we have a nation where employment, the number of people being employed is rising, but the number of work hours is staying the same or even falling, that would explain a lot of what we see the uh, you know the apparent contradictions between the unemployment rate and what seems to be happening in the economy. We're hiring two people, but they both but they each work twenty hours a week. It counts as you got two new jobs, but you're still only getting forty hours altogether. Uh, so, see, this is this is confusing and hard to understand, especially for me because I did not have the benefit of new math when I went to school back in the old days. They just taught you how the numbers added and subtracted. And it was not important whether they made you feel good about yourself. Now we have new math, and apparently it's taken over in our economic indicators. And the important thing is not what the numbers are, Melody. You don't have to worry about that. How you feel. They make the people feel good. That's what... That's what the mathematics and the economic indicators are all about. So we have new math and we have new economics, you know. They used to give them Prozac. No, I guess that's not the that's not the hot item anymore. So No, the only thing to give them is Prozac. You just put fluoride in the drinking water and give them economic indicators. They are the economic indicators are digital. Doesn't actually cost anything. Prozac costs things, costs. There's cost involved to Prozac. Economic uh, indicators, they're, they're basically, they're almost free. Just spin them out of thin air. It's just like, it's like Federal Reserve notes. You just spin them out of thin air. Well, I, mean, I wonder what's going to happen when we run out of thin air, Melody. Do you have any idea? Well, this report, you know, also they talk about the uh, wages were growing uh, compared to the same time a year ago. They were grew 2.6% compared to 2.2% the same time a year ago. But if you looked at some of these jobs that were created, they were at the higher end where there's bigger wages. You know, it's not the middle America that's getting the jobs. Yeah. And uh, so, and then the part-time jobs are going to the, the lower end of the spectrum. So there isn't anything in the middle. So again, that number for wages rising, yeah, well, let's look at the real reason why they're right. It's not going to the middle class. It's going to, you know, the higher level, computer designs, engineers, 
Um, so that's why you see that number growing. So again, it's just another distortion. Uh, the mining sector, they lost 6,000 jobs in July. Um, construction, manufacturing, they had little gains, not big gains, they had little gains. So again, and then you have to look at, well, how many of those numbers were truly fabricated out of, you know, that, you know, 200 and some thousand. I mean, how many of those numbers did they just increase because of the election? So you can't go one month, one month two months ago, you had 11,000 jobs. I mean, 11,000. So how do you go from 11,000 jobs to 280, 90,000, and the next following month, 255? So again, it's just uh, it's just thanks to the magnificent lies, management of our economy by the people in positions of power. I'm speaking about Barack Obama and Janet Yellen and the people they associate with. They uh, we're well on our way back to a real recovery here, Melody. So you can vote I, Democrat. I you can vote for Hillary when the election rolls around. Is thank you, Hillary, for saving our economy. But um, so again, it comes back to how many people out there really feel as though the uh, economy is rising. I think we had some numbers, Al, on the people that uh, are not in the labor force in July. Yeah, we have. Uh, in, we've got an article from CNS News. Um, labor force participation is a rate of is the percentage of people in the civilian non-institutional population. Do you know what the non-institutional population is, Melody? You, you explain it to us, Al. That's the people who aren't in prison. Mm-hmm. We don't count them. They're working too. Well, many of them um, have jobs that pay them fifteen, twenty cents an hour. Uh, we don't count them. All right. Uh, 994,333,000 Americans were not in the labor force in July. That's pretty interesting. Now, that includes elderly who aren't working. It includes children who are too young to take jobs. But still, it's a third of, the, it's a third of Americans, basically, maybe not quite a third, uh, 25% anyway, no more than that, close to 30%, say 30% of the labor force, 30% of the American people do not have jobs in this country, uh, 62% do. Uh, but again, 94 million unemployed. But they don't count as unemployed because these 94 million aren't looking for a job. So they don't. there's no unemployed among the 94 million. Um, they have... 7,770,000 who are unemployed, they don't have jobs, but they're looking for a job, and that's what makes them unemployed. Seven point, almost eight million people unemployed because they are looking for jobs and haven't yet found one. Uh, number of employed people increased uh, by 420,000 to 151,517,000. So we have now. What's interesting about this? We have 151 and a half million people who are working out of 320 million, and they are presumably supporting the 94.3 million who don't have jobs but aren't looking for work, and the 7.7 million who don't don't have jobs but are looking for jobs and are therefore unemployed. Which means we have 151 million workers who are working to support 102 million who are not working. Oh, 
This is interesting to me because the total between the 151 million who are working and the 102 million who aren't working is 253 million, and the population is supposedly about 320 million, which suggests that we are, what, 320? Uh, I say that was 253 million from 320. We're talking 60, 70 million people that somehow aren't even being counted in these numbers. When I was a kid in the 1950s, and America was the strongest, wealthiest nation on earth, we had one person working for every two people who were not working. The actual, the actual we had about 30%, 33% thereabouts of the population had jobs. Today, we have about 62% of the people have jobs, at least according to government statistics. Is that cause for celebration? And the answer is no. When we had only... 33, 30, 33% of the people had jobs back when I was a kid. The reason they only 33% or thereabouts had jobs is because we were prosperous. And one man made enough money to support two more people besides himself. It's the reason my mom could stay home and raise me and my sister. She didn't have to have a job. Today, thanks largely to increases uh, in government in taxation, um, it's nothing like that. Today we have uh, maybe one person working can only support about two-thirds of another person. The reason we have, the reason that employment has reached 62%, 63%, the reason it's done that is not evidence that, oh my gosh, thank, thank you, Washington, thank you, Congress, you've created more jobs for us. No, they've created more poverty. They have forced more and more people to go to work in order to get out from under. We could afford one man made enough money because the tax rate back when I was a kid, total tax burden on my dad was about 15% of his gross income when you after state, local, and federal taxes. Today, and I don't even know what the tax burden is today. I know what it was a decade ago. It was about 55% of an average man's income goes to government in the form of local taxes, state taxes, federal taxes, hidden taxes. You're paying over half your income to support this government. And the reason we do that is because, well, of course, government has to pay its help double, at least at the federal level. They reportedly receive about double what they could expect to get if they were doing the same job in the private sector. Um, and of course, we have to give them a pension after 20 years, the rest of the uh, poor slobs in this country can work until they're 65 before they get to retire. They have to put in 45 years or thereabouts. Government, maybe not. Maybe you can get by with just 20 years and then retire. And when you do retire, you get far more than you would get out of Social Security. And where do we get this extra money to give generous pensions and generous paychecks to government? We get it by taxing people who actually work for a living who actually make a productive contribution to society. And the net result is the average man can't afford to have a large family. His wife has to work currently in order to make up the difference. Again, one man could support two people when I was a kid. Today, one man can't. Government takes over half of his income. He doesn't have enough money left over to support both a wife and a child. 
Result, mom has to work. They'll tell you, you've come a long way, baby. All right? You are liberated. <clears throat> that you get the job. You get a job now, you see, and that means you're liberated. No, it doesn't. It means you are now impoverished. It means our incomes, our standard of living, our prosperity is falling, and the reason it's doing is because we have an ever-growing government that taxes us and taxes us and taxes us into austerity. We're going to take a break for some commercial announcements. Melody and I will be back in a moment on financial survival. Please stay tuned. obligations or relationship problems have you feeling stressed out when life is too much to handle use apothecary herbs emotional stress formula feel calm and more in control with herbs especially combined to provide the organic nutrition your system needs to help you cope complete instructions for maximum benefit and a money-back guarantee you've waited long enough call apothecary herbs now toll-free 866-229-3663 that's 866-229-3663. International callers dial 704-875-8010 or order online at the 3 wsthepowerherbscom Since the beginning of the United States, kings have sought it, nations have fought for it, it has been traded, borrowed, purchased, and stolen. There is a reason for it. To secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our posterity, invest with the security of gold and silver. Call Discount Gold and Silver Trading at 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Listen to Financial Survival with your host, Melody Cedarstrom, on American Voice Radio Network and Shortwave Radio. Visit DiscountGoldAndSilverTrading.net or call 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. For the very best in gold and silver trading, call toll-free 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Call now. American Voice Radio Network is heard on Galaxy 19 at 97 degrees west, transponder 23, frequency 12115, audio PID 2595. AVR is heard on the left side audio channel, and AVR2 is heard on the right side audio channel. Remember, both AVR and AVR2 are on Galaxy 19. Same network, double the choices.
Hi, folks. I'm Alfred Addis here with Melody Seizures to Mind Financial Survival. What's next, Melody? Well, we haven't talked about the Zika virus uh, that you get from mosquitoes. And there was a headline today, the FDA just greenlight releasing mutant Zika killing mosquitoes in Florida, in the Florida Keys. Uh, The FDA released a final environmental assessment of the trial, finding that it, in quotations, will not have significant impacts on the environment. Might have some (laughs) impacts, but not significant. Forget the people. You know, are people included on the environment? Is people part of that environment? Um, The project led by Oxitec, a biotech company that focuses on insect control calls for the release of thousands of genetically engineered male 80s, I don't know, gypti mosquitoes. The lab injects, the, the lab insects are bred so that over time they could kill off much of the local mosquito population by passing on a gene fatal to any offspring that have with wild females. So, you know, it's just like sounds it's to me crazy. Like, sounds like a government program to encourage illicit behavior, immoral behavior among the wild mosquitoes and the GMO mosquitoes. Well, you know, I, I mean, there was a neighborhood, and I had wanted to talk about this for a week, about a week or so. There was one neighborhood in Florida where they detected, you know, one person having the virus, yeah. and they actually, I don't know if it was the CDC, I'm assuming it was, or the local CDC or health department, they went door to door to gather urine samples. Oh, there's and a good job. And I, Well, no, it's not that. I mean, I would definitely say no. I mean, I don't know. I just found that disturbing, not just because they were collecting urine samples, but the fact that they were even knocking on people's doors requesting this. I mean. They just come up to the door and say, here, pee in this cup. cup." I mean, that wasn't. I I mean, we talk about. I mean, what if you didn't? What would they do with you? Arrest you? I don't know. They might just hold you down and squeeze your bladder until you involuntarily cooperate. I mean, we can make all kinds of jokes about it, Al, but I thought it very disturbing that they could go neighborhood door-to-door knocking on people and requesting something like this. Next, it will be blood. Well, you know what else next it is. It will, next, it will be blood tests. Oh, I don't... Then, they'll be, you know, with that, they'll be running your DNA to find out. They can come up with one little easy-peasy excuse to fear people thinking that they're going to get this virus and everything and they're going to die from it, so they're going to have to give up either something that they, you know, so that they can run I think DNA. they're giving up their DNA. I don't, I don't know. I'm not a biologist, but I'm going to assume that, that your DNA can be picked up out of your, from your urine and they can get, uh, you know, did, where do you live? You live at 44 South Oak Street. DNA there includes, you know, we can correlate your DNA to your address and blah, blah, blah. We've got a caller, Wayne from Texas, who has comment he'd like to add on, I believe, on Zika, on the mosquitoes. Is that true, Wayne? Uh, just I'm not doing any walking at night, that's for sure, in the Dallas area. So uh, staying uh, staying out of there, uh, staying out of their way, that's for sure. 
No, uh, All right, then you, then you was, think that the Zika, you believe that the mosquitoes are a legitimate threat and you're trying to avoid them as well, as much as possible? Nothing would surprise me, Al. Well, it's one of those things where I've heard about the Zika threat. I think it was, it's been several months since yeah. they first started warning about this. It might be five or six. I'm not sure, but we heard, oh, my gosh, the Zika's coming, the Zika's coming. I don't know. We haven't had much of a response. It's kind of like the swine flu back uh, 15, 20 years ago. We all better get vaccinated for the swine flu or the bird flu, whichever one it was, and then it didn't, it didn't show up. I'm curious right. whether Zika, is this a real threat? Is this an artificial threat, exaggerated intentionally or by accident, or... Is it really a serious threat? Do you have any idea, Wade? Well, um, that's not really the reason why I was calling, but just to let okay. you know, I've heard about some cases in Florida uh, already, but mm. you know, who knows how this report I've heard but, some uh, up in Missouri. A yeah. handful of people up in Missouri have allegedly got into it. All right, what was it that you wanted to talk about? Well, the reason I was calling was these job figures, they're driving me crazy every month. Yeah. And I think we're in just the middle of a massive con job over what we're hearing from the Department of Labor and everything else. Uh, but the, really the way the politicians and media spin it, that's for sure. Um, and what I try to look at is both sides of the equation here when these uh, figures are brought out, because we're just hearing one part of the story about what jobs have been created. So in July, we hear all this great hoopla about 255,000 jobs created, but nobody bothers to look at the unemployment uh, filers, the first-time unemployment filers for the same month. If you go to the Department of Labor.gov um, for July, it was 1.3 million people filed for unemployment for the first time. So that's a factor of about five times the number of jobs created, but nobody's talking about that. And I assume if you file for unemployment, you've lost your job. And I really don't believe those are net figures. It depends. Uh, that that's, that's, that's kind of an optional thing. The way the government operates it, uh, I'm not sure if that's absolutely true or not. There's certainly room for fraud. It's committed by presidents, congressmen. Why not, uh, you know, ordinary people? Claim well, welfare sure, while you're still working. Yeah. The fact is, though, if, uh, you know, five times the number of people have lost their jobs over what was created, the unemployment figure can stay at 4.8%. You know, in June, 280,000, 280,000 some jobs created, over 1 million people filed for first-time unemployment. So, you know, every month it's the same crap, you know. And uh, this, uh, this takes the term voodoo economics to a new level. I call it voodoo economics Kenyan style, for that matter, because uh -huh. it's just crazy yep. that... This can even the Democratic. Be, uh, I saw a recent report talk, describing you're talking about Barack Obama, and in parentheses after his name they had a D for Democrat, and then Kenya. He was the Democratic <laughs> candidate from Kenya. Um, I thought that was I thought that was clever, but yeah. you know what we're talking about at least in part. Certainly massive fraud. Certainly massive deception. The whole thing is designed to maintain public confidence. Which is complete, which is significantly unwarranted. But uh, everybody's Absolutely. got to put on a happy face when, and yet, because we had this report said, "Hooray, we created two hundred and fifty-five thousand new jobs." 
price of gold fell 24 bucks today. It implies that when people wake up, and they probably will over the course of the next couple of days, um, they're going to realize, wait a second, this is a joke. And when they do this, I mean, maybe I really do need some gold. I mean, we can expect it's going to go back up <clears throat> next week as soon as we as as soon as we get the silliness out of our system. But it is evidence that people accept. I don't even know if does anyone believe these numbers, Wayne, or do we just believe the rest of the idiots are going to sell their gold, so the price is going down, so I better sell mine too right now. I mean, well, does again, anyone you know, really believe that the, the, the employment numbers can we have, is, are they valid basis for confidence? Or are they just, look, the government said <laughs> they created 255,000 jobs. That means all the morons are going to go sell their gold. <laughs> well, again, these are the same people that tell us there's only 11 million illegals in, uh, you know, in the country. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think that's true, but only if you count Texas and California. But, yes. you know, obviously there's 40 to 50 million. But that brings up another subject here that uh, you may, you know, want to delve into sometime. Um, you know, you do have a lot of illegals here, that, and in some states they, they have the ability to vote. And if you marry this concept with the fact that there's a 1981 court case, it was over voter intimidation whereby the Republican Party cannot go into minority districts and demand recounts. And quite possibly, Obama won the election in 2012 in places like Cleveland and Philadelphia because the numbers were so skewed it was unbelievable. I mean, I'm talking about mathematical equations that just don't make any sense. For example, there were like about 40 precincts where Obama averaged between four and 500 votes, and Romney got exactly four in about 40 yeah. of them. Yeah. And so what this means is there's, there's a wide avenue here for massive vote fraud. The Republican Party cannot even go in and contest in places like Cleveland, Pittsburgh, Philadelphia, Detroit, you know, places that are battleground states. I understand. Now, when we talk about massive vote fraud. I agree that it's large and significant. It's significant, but by itself, can it throw an election that isn't close in the first place? For example, if Trump beats Hillary by 15% in a legitimate vote count, can they defraud, can they, can they cause enough voter fraud where Hillary can overcome a legitimate 10%, 15%? I can see that the vote fraud can swing the election if the election is close. But what about if someone has real dominance? Do you think the election can still be rigged? Well, I think right now you can see the media nationally keeps repeating the phrase, it's going to be a close election, going to be a close election. I guarantee you Hillary's so-called lead is not as big as they say it is. I mean, they're just I massaging figures and all that. But what I'm saying is I think in the case of a very close election, assuming the numbers are even, you know, viable anyway, I think this 1981 court case, which uh, I don't know if you've ever researched it out, but it's pretty fascinating. No, I've never even heard of it before. I'd never yeah. even heard of that court case before, which is not, you know, not, not, not necessarily surprising, but... Sure. Uh, but if you or anyone wants to, you can search 1981 voter intimidation case, Republican Party in New Jersey, and they signed a consent decree to whereby they would, they would not challenge these vote totals, okay? 
And what happens, I think a judge comes, the judge that ruled on it, comes out of retirement every year to roll this thing over. And Rince Priebus, the guy who heads the Republican Party, has for a fact been in front of different courts arguing this thing should be done and over with, but they keep turning it over. So, uh, again, again, there's a lot in there, If uh, again, if you come across the articles. so Well, there's, there really is a lot in there, because one of the things that we have, that we take for granted, is that 98% of the black population is going to vote Democrat every year. Now, I don't know if it's 98% or 93%, I don't know, but it's going to be predominantly voting Democrats. It's just taken for granted the blacks are always going to vote Democrats. Even the blacks have to take it for granted that they're always going to vote Democrat. What would they say if it turned out the real numbers indicated, say it was only 70% blacks vote Democrat? Do you think these numbers are not just intended to swing elections? But could they also be just to deceive blacks into believing the only election, the only thing they can do politically is to support Democrats? Do you catch my point on this? Sure. And I think, you know, again, there a lot of blacks in general have, have moved into the middle class where they're out there slugging away every day, too. They're not getting any welfare. They're, you know, they're kind of in the same boat a lot of us are. And I think they see through a lot of the nonsense that uh, the Sharptons and the uh, Jesse Jacksons throw out there. But they're not living in the they're not living in these districts where the Republicans can't enter. They're moving off into a into a middle class neighborhood, which is probably not predominantly black. I'm guessing that. Do you right. agree with they that? They also or have family members still in there. You know that they you know, family members church. You know, church attendees they go to church with and all that. So I still think they have some influence too. But but I just think it's uh, it's something that really needs to be publicized because the Republican Party, if they want to have a chance, I think they need to really address the uh, vote fraud issue. And I think Trump has too in some of his recent speeches where he thinks it's rigged. Well, this is part of the rigging. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree. We've heard people. I can't remember who wrote the book on vote fraud. Uh, probably back in the 1990s, two brothers, if I recall correctly, wrote it. it was significant. A lot of people bought the book. They thought it was real. I thought it was real, but I thought it was exaggerated. I don't think I don't think vote fraud is predominant in this country in the sense that the whole election is rigged. I think it's influenced. Right? It can be thrown in a close election. You can throw it one way or the other. In a, with, if the election is not close, you can't. And part of the reason I say that is because I watch the politicians who run for the presidency, for example, or for Congress or for the Senate. These people bust their hump to get elected. All right? They will commit crimes. They will commit fraud. They'll do a whole bunch of things to try to get into office. They would not make... You and I can wonder how much vote fraud there is, but anyone running for president has to know. And if you know... If you know the election is fixed. If you know it's rigged and you're going to lose, why go out there and uh, bust your hump talking to everybody and traveling around the country? Why not just cool your heels, uh, get yourself a you know, mojito or whatever, sit down at the beach and watch the sunrise or the sunset? Um, they wouldn't make that extraordinary effort, in some instances almost killing themselves, to try to get elected president if they thought the game was already rigged and they were chosen to lose. Follow? 
Yeah, and uh, number one, I think that book was called Vote Scam by the College. Yeah, that's Brothers, right. I think I remember correctly, but uh, but if you notice, you know, uh, during the uh, you know the uh, what's it called the uh, preliminaries when Trump was going against all the other Republican challengers, yeah, that was all about trying to uh, you know gain the uh, candidacy for the party. He didn't start talking about the election being rigged until after the fact. I think the more he's gotten into this, I think some things have become very apparent to him. That well, he's seen that he's seen that Hillary essentially stole at least California from Bernie Sanders, and maybe thereby stole the whole election. So he knows he has reason to know that vote fraud has taken place in the Democratic primary. He can bet that it's going to take place in the general election. We have to take a break right now for some commercials. We'll be back in just a moment. I'm Alfred Addisk here with Melody Cedarstrom, and our guest Wayne has called in from Dallas, Texas. Please stay tuned. We'll be right back. count high, half of all men over 50 have an enlarged prostate. You can shrink your prostate without harmful drugs or risky surgery. The secret to healing the prostate is to cleanse the prostate and the liver. Call Apothecary Herbs to ask about the prostate kit for a comprehensive way to heal and soothe your prostate. Educate yourself on how easy it can be to disinfect, cleanse, and restore your prostate glands. Call Apothecary Herbs for the prostate kit and successfully reduce swelling, inflammation, dissolve stones, and cleanse the blood to obtain the results you need. Money-back guarantee with every purchase. Call the experts in organ cleansing. Call Apothecary Herbs now for the prostate kit and empower yourself. Toll-free 866-229-3663 for international callers 704-875-8010. That's toll-free, 866-229-3663, or visit the web at thepowerherbs.com. Prices have increased over 40%. Energy prices have increased over 20%. Wheat and gas prices have increased over 70%. What's going to be next? Do you see these trends reversing or even stabilizing? All fiat currencies have always failed and collapsed their economies on their way down. The Roman Empire, China, France, Argentina, Finland, Mexico, Russia, and Zimbabwe all tried fiat currency and all collapsed into chaos. Meanwhile, the dollar has lost over 97% of its gold value since 1971 when an ounce of gold was valued at $35. If your assets are in paper, you are in danger. Protect your assets with gold and silver. Visit Discount Gold and Silver Trading at DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com or call 1-800-375-4188. That's 800-375-4188. Protect yourself and your family. I'm Alfred Adisk here with Melody Cedarstrom on financial survival. What's next, Melody? Well, let's see if Wayne has anything else he'd uh, like to add to the program before I do the special. 
Okay. Yeah, I'll, Wayne, uh, you... I'll definitely get off, uh, taking up enough of your time. But, uh, Al, if you do want to search for that, um, there's a site called fellowshipofthemines.com, and uh, okay. this guy did a, uh, a write-up on it. So, But it's, uh, the entire uh, why the GOP won't challenge vote fraud. So, Wayne, do I know you? Have we uh, met before? I think we I think we've crossed paths. We we know a lot of people that uh you know went to similar. It sounds meetings. if you're in the Dallas area, it sounds like we must uh, you must know some people <laughs> I know or whatever. Uh, but I don't know I don't recognize your voice. I was just curious if we'd met. I was in the past next year at a meeting uh, down in Dallas, so probably about a year ago. Okay. So, but uh, all right, Wayne. Yeah. Thank you. Appreciate thank your you. call. <clears throat> Melody, what's uh, tell us about the special? I always enjoy when Wayne calls. He's he's a great caller, so uh, perhaps he can do so more often. We always enjoy having him. I just wanted to remind the listeners that the special I've been running all week long was the one-tenth ounce American Gold Eagles and 20 of the American Silver Eagles. Uh, there's a $22 savings today, uh, 600 and twenty dollars is uh, the price for that package. It includes your shipping costs all week long. We were running it for six hundred and forty-two dollars, so twenty-two dollars savings. And I do believe we're going to see a reversal in gold next week. Um, I think reality is going to strike. People are going <laughs> to begin to talk like we are talking, and I think gold will come back. Um, will it come back to twenty-four? Yeah, I do believe so. Will it come back Monday? Don't know. We'll have to wait and see. But, uh, you know, the fundamentals for gold are there. So this great little package, one-tenth ounce American Gold Eagle, 20 American Silver Eagles, includes shipping, $620. Give us a call at 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. You know, when Wayne first called in, he talked about the unemployment. We have to remember that the official unemployment rate they use is the U6. There are six different classifications of unemployment. And if you actually... Official is U6 or is it U3? U3 is the uh, official unemployment rate. If you use U6, we're looking at about a 10% uh, unemployment rate. And if you use, I saw a number for, I believe it was uh, Gallup, which is equivalent to to U6, that's 12 point, almost 13%. Unemployment. So, you know, I don't know why they make the U3 the official unemployment rate. It's the. the because they the, cater to people who can't count higher than three. That's already. true. That's, that's very true. They're the ones that believe this. Oh, look. So the real. Says- so the real unemployment rate, yes, is much higher, anywhere from 10 to 12 percent. And I've even seen predictions that it's really 20 percent. I, I think John Will I think John Williams predicts uh I think he says it's above 20%. But. I I think he was up close to 23%. I don't know where he sits right now where his predictions are right now, but I have more confidence in John Williams than I do in the federal government. Absolutely. I don't know that the real inflation rate or excuse me unemployment rate is really up at 23%, but I'll bet it's closer to that than it is to 4 or 5. Huh? <clears throat> Um, you know, this is part of the problem we talk about on the program from time to time. If we could get honest numbers out of the government, we would be a lot better off. Yes, we would tend to have, we would tend to lose confidence in the system if we dealt, if we, at least we would have momentary declines in confidence. 
Um, but that isn't necessarily a bad thing. We have to deal with reality. It's not just a question of put on a happy face and everything's going to be all right. We can't deal with a problem unless we diagnose the problem. I mean, a diagnosis is the first step to solving any problem is giving an accurate diagnosis. What is the problem? We can help solve this. You and I and the people in this country, we can help solve the problem if the government would give us straight information on what the problem is. But they don't. They want to maintain our confidence. They want to maintain our optimism. And even though we may be headed dead ahead for an iceberg, we're on the SS Titanic, there's still, oh, no, it's all under control. We got this. You know, it's all, hey, how about cutting us, uh, cutting us in on the truth of the matter? Because we're not just a bunch of children who will panic at the first time, oh, my gosh, the sky is falling. No, it's not falling. might be bending a little bit, but it's not falling. It's not, the sky itself is not going to fall. We can help on this, and even if we have to endure some peculiar declines from time to time, as we face the truth, we will be better off, because if we don't, one of these days we're going to get the truth in one big sudden dose and nobody is going to like it and everybody's oh my gosh how could this have happened it happened because we've been lied to and lied to and lied to and the lies just built up like snow creating an avalanche ultimately breaking loose in the form of an avalanche tell us where the snow is we can deal with this all right we're not children good god you know? so in any case something should be done where Government is made to tell the truth. I saw a court case just recently, goes back, I don't know, 15, 20 years. Uh, someone sued a congressman for lying when he ran for public office. The guy said he was going to do this, that, or the other. And he got into office and he didn't do any of it. And the Supreme Court ultimately ruled, oh, don't be stupid. You can't expect politicians to tell the truth. I disagree with that. I think politicians should be liable for what they promise. Now, I don't mean that a politician who promises that he's going to put a chicken in every pot and a Cadillac in every garage, even if he intends to do that, if he's sincere, it doesn't mean he's going to succeed. There's other politicians up there, and the fact that you might be working for one particular objective doesn't mean you'll necessarily get it unless you get 51% of the rest of them to go along with your idea. But... If you tell people, I'm going to fight for this, then you had better fight for that. All right? You might not win, but you'd better fight. Somewhere or another, they have to be held accountable, and I don't think it's... I think it would be a good thing if they could be sued for essentially lying. No more, read my lips, no more taxes. And as soon as the Bush got in, there were more taxes. Yeah, but you, you know, Al, I can remember as a little girl, I can remember adults saying, you know, they accepted that the politicians lied. I mean, it I was just part of our culture. And it was a little chuckle, yes, uh, you know, yeah, it's a politician, tee hee, they lie. We, we know they do, so. And it's just, everyone just accepts it. We've I know everyone does, but I'm We've just saying. We've been conditioned to accept it. Well, I I think think they accept it around the world. I wonder if you can point to a government that doesn't lie to the people. But it doesn't mean just because this is a common problem, it doesn't, even if it's human nature, right? 
It doesn't mean that you can just sit back and say, well, I accept it because it's human nature. That's just the way we're built. We're built to lie, so what the heck, let's tell lies. Now, somebody's got to stand up and say something. Somebody's got to tell the truth. I don't think it's human nature that we accept those lies. It's just something that we were conditioned. It's something that people were conditioned to believe. And and I I think as the world has gotten bigger and bigger and, and more corrupt, it's a little bit more out in front. I mean... You know, so, and I don't think people are, are sitting back anymore and accepting it, you know, and I, I think these are, you know, some of the, you know, you know, hopefully this is. Well, maybe we just had, maybe we have finally had enough. Around the world. And, and to some people. extent, that's, that goes to the Trump campaign. And as long as we're we, on a fiat currency, you know, there will be corruption in yeah. governments. I mean, taking us off the gold standard, that was like writing them, uh, giving them the uh, um, the okay to the corruption that they've... Well, they have to tell us that you can take a debt instrument and treat it as an asset. That you can take a debt-based um, uh, currency and use it to replace yeah. an asset-based money, and there'll be no problem. This is brilliant. These are, you know, they had discovered the money tree and the rest of that sort of thing. No, they haven't. It's just another con. It is un- it's an extraordinary Ponzi scheme that is currently taking place on a global basis. And which sooner allowed, or later, it's going to break allowed, down. Which has allowed these governments to grow and grow, and the corruption to grow oh, and grow. I agree. So I agree, and that's part of the reason, oh, this is cool, government is growing. Anything that grows the government is deemed by government to be good, great, wonderful. The problem is the government is growing based on these lies. How these and these lies go. We have a national debt. They admit to twenty trillion. Uh, John Williams says it's hundred trillion. Congressional Budget Office and economist Lawrence Kotlikoff says it's actually two hundred trillion. And the lie behind all of it is that government can pay that debt. It can't. The debt will never be paid. Every time the government goes out, oh, we'll borrow some more money. You're lying. The government is lying. Every time, oh yes, you can trust the will. We'll repay that. Sure, you can lend money to us. No, you can't. They're the biggest liars in the world. And somewhere along the line, if we could force the government to tell the truth, and we eliminated these lies, a lot of people say, oh, it wouldn't be as much fun, it wouldn't be as exciting, it would, a lot of things would happen. I'll tell you what else wouldn't happen. You wouldn't see people's pensions looted. You wouldn't see Social Security destroyed. All right? If government was forced to tell the truth... We would have some bumps in the road, but we would also have some corrections, and there would be an opportunity for people to behave in a way that was practical, realistic, objective, all right? Hard-nosed, maybe, but we would deal with the truth, and we would know, all right, I'm going to retire, and when I do, can I expect $1,100 a month, or can I expect $300 a month? Government says, oh, you'll get $1,100, $1,200 a month out of Social Security. Well, maybe yes, maybe not. But the truth may be that you're going to be lucky to get 300, although we'll talk, we're talking several years down the line. If we had real numbers, we could see that coming and we could prepare ourselves. It's precisely because we've been lied to and lied to and lied to that we're in large measure unprepared. We have this stupid idea that the government's got it all under control and the government will take care of us and watch and see. The people who believe that are going to be abandoned, and they are going to be in big trouble. So 
And it flows from lies. Let's, let's see if we can make government tell the truth. I know it's, I feel like Don Quixote. I should give, a, give out a couple of choruses to live the impossible dream, to fight the unbeatable foe. Let's make the government tell the truth. <laughs> you know, there's an impossible dream, I suppose, but a dream nevertheless. And Trump is a response to that. His candidacy is a response to that. People gravitated to Trump because, right or wrong, Whatever Trump, I get the impression he's not lying to us. Or at least that's the way this campaign started out. Trump said something. If he felt something, he said it. He might be wrong. He might be crazy. But at least he tried to tell people the truth. And I think that's what people responded to. Maybe we've had enough of the lies, Melody. Maybe it's time for, I don't know, people to run for public office who will actually Tell the truth, even if it's unpleasant, even if it costs them their political career. How about that? And the, and the politicians say, no, baby, this thing is too cushy a job. I'm not giving this up just to tell the, tell the public the truth. If I need to lie to hang on to my job, that's the way the system is built. And it's, it, it cannot end well. You've got to admit, it's worked decently for maybe a couple generations. But we are coming to a point where we will not be able to afford the lies. We will be forced to deal with the truth. And when that happens, there's going to be a bunch of people screaming. Oh, my gosh, what happened to all those lies? What happened to all those sweet lies, Melody? Sweet lies. I got one more here before we that we can touch on before we got a minute and a half before the program's over. One of your favorites is digital money. We got a couple articles from the Hacker News. They have a news, they have a magazine called the Hacker News. Huh? This is a good publication. Huh? Sure it is. Yeah, it is. It really is a good publication. I'm sure those people who want to be hackers, they're reading it, but people who want to know what's going on, they're reading it too. It's actually pretty it's actually a good publication. It says this ATM hack allows crooks to steal money from chip and pin cards. We've been told uh, that EMV, EuroPay, MasterCard, and Visa chip-equipped cards provides an extra layer of security that makes these cards more secure and harder to clone than the old magnetic stripe cards. But it turns out this is just a myth. It took researchers just, uh, just a simple chip and pin hack to withdraw up to $50,000 in cash from an ATM in America in under 15 minutes. All right. The point to this, and there's another, we're not going to have time to do all of this, but there's another article that deals with the same idea. The point to it is if you're talking about the Internet and if you're talking about digital currency, it is not secure. And it can't be secure. It's not going to be secure. And if you want to secure your wealth, the point to these stories is you're going to have to look for something tangible that can't be robbed by somebody with a computer. And at this time, we're talking about gold and silver. We'll have to talk more about gold and silver next Monday. Hope you'll tune in at that time. In the meantime, the good Lord bless you, me, Melody, and Frank, the producer, and Wayne from Texas. Bye-bye. I work all night, I work all day to pay the bills I have to pay. There never seems to be a single penny left for me. Left you back. 
The political, religious, and medical views presented on various shows heard on American Voice Radio Network are not necessarily the views held by the management of American Voice Radio and are not presented as an endorsement by this network. All statements heard on American Voice Radio are the sole responsibility and opinion of those who speak the particular statement. Countries have denied Internet access for their people during civil strife. The FCC seized in-use commercial shortwave frequencies right after the September 11th attacks. No one communication system can be depended on to be there when you need information. You need choices. You need a KU-band free-to-air satellite system from AVR. The AVR system includes a receiver, an LNB, and a 75-centimeter dish. All you need to get on your own is the coaxial cable. The system is delivered to your door for one of four. $49.99. That's right, delivered for $149.99. That's the shipping and the system, $149.99. Call 541-225-4659. That's 541-225-4659. Or visit AmericanVoiceRadio.com and click the satellite system. Can your family survive a food shortage lasting two weeks, six months, or maybe longer? Sound far-fetched? We live in precarious times. There is an ever-increasing possibility of food shortages caused by terrorist attacks, natural disasters, truck strikes, or monetary collapse. You owe it to yourself and family to prepare, and you can by getting a supply of our long-storing, freeze-dried, and dehydrated foods. Our foods are time-tested to store for decades, require a minimum of time and energy to prepare, while maintaining superior nutritional value, freshness, and taste. Our foods were designed for the space program and are in constant use today by our own nuclear submarine service. Contact the Freeze Dry Guy today at Freeze Dry Guy at Lancet.com. That's Freeze Dry Guy at L-A-N-S-E-T.com or call 530-265-8333. 530-265-8333. And let them know you heard it on American Boys Radio. What makes deep sea salt from France so different? Up from the ocean depths in the south of France flow undersea rivers of pristine sea water. At high tide, the prepared salt ponds are filled with this water. Over spring and summer, processed only by ocean breezes and sunshine, the brine thickens and salt crystals float to the top. These are harvested with nets and deposited on wooden drainage flats to dry. The salt is then gathered up, packaged, and shipped around the world. This salt is much more than a box of lifeless sodium chloride. Worth their salt were once paid with this valuable commodity. It contains 78 to 84 balancing elements. This is living salt, and once you have tasted it, you will never go back to anything else. I've seen this salt in gourmet shops for $30 a pound. Get it now at fourspectrum.us for under $8 a pound. Order 10 pounds and enter the coupon code AVRSALT at checkout and save $20. Ships free to your door or call 800 581 8906. Order today. Fighting soldiers from the sky Fearless men who jump and die Men who mean just what they say The brave men of the Green Beret all right, everybody, here it is, Friday. Also, originally, 
known as Frig Day, which actually was after Istara, uh, the goddess of fertility. And so that's uh, why so many things that we have adopted as Americans, you know, things like, uh, you know, watch your own beeswax. Now, what in the heck does that mean? Well, that means that back in the time of Martha and George Washington, women who had uh, smallpox and and chicken pox and a lot of poxes in those days that left pock holes in your face. So what they would do is take beeswax and they would fill those uh, facial uh, potholes and uh, we didn't have anything like air conditioning. And so if you're in Washington, District of Criminals, and uh, the Potomac River you know, runs right by, let's say that you uh, was at the Jefferson House, then if it's summertime, the humidity is about 95%. It's about 90 degrees. And what happens is the beeswax starts to melt. And so you'd catch one woman uh, ogling, uh, looking critically at another one, and that woman would suddenly realize that uh, you know her beeswax was oozing down her face, and so she'd say, mind your own beeswax. So that, that's an actual uh, thing that uh, where we get colloquialisms. I like the best colloquialism, uh, and there's, of course, in every nation. We've got uh, like a colloquialism uh, in that the Arabs uh, say that I kind of like that maybe uh, you could use is the caravan does not stop for the barking dog. And what that means is, is that if you get people that are all the time complaining and whining and, you know, just those kind of people make you not want to serve and make you want to stick your finger down your throat, then you just uh, put up your finger, look toward them and say, hey, caravan doesn't stop for the barking dog. And then you move on. Wow. And so uh, America had a lot of German-speaking people. You don't realize. I was doing a, a little anthropological uh, test, cultural anthropological test, on the little uh, township. It's not a registered, uh, incorporated town or anything. I just live in a little township. There's no highway. There's no gas station. And uh, I was amazed to see that the largest percentage of uh, ethnic people were German. And that is the way that it is uh, in, in a lot of places. So a lot of things in the early, early days, when we had the pilgrims coming over and all, we tend to think of uh, King Henry uh, VIII, and uh, we tend to think of the Puritans, uh, and we think of uh, Anglanders. 
you know, people from Great Britain. But actually, there were an awful lot of Dutch and a lot of Germans uh, because uh, Holland uh, was an easy place for you to get into and out of in coming to the New World. So many of our uh, days and weeks and different uh, official designations were actually taken from the German language. And you look and see, you know, for exact... Now, you know that Sunday, that's the first day of the week. What was Sunday named after? Of course, after the emperor, who was a sun worshiper, Constantine, who changed... I mean, King Henry VIII, he just cut all ties with the Catholic Church. And it was a good way to lose your head if you uh, didn't join the Church of England, of which still, to this day, the uh, majesty, whether it's the queen or the king, is official head of the Church of England. And uh, when you take a look at it, uh, we can see that we take an awful lot of our heritage, our European heritage, from things that they did. Now, so Constantine, uh, King Henry VIII, ran the Catholics out. Constantine, and, you know, what uh, he did was uh, he changed the entire Christian religion from the old church of Peter and uh, Paul, the church that worshipped on the Sabbath, that was changed to Sunday to worship, which is not the last day, but rather the first day of the week in honor of the sun god. The feast days, like uh, we just finished, uh, celebrating three feast days that backed up to each other, Passover, First Fruits, and Unleavened Bread. Well, <laughs> what church that you know of uh, did you go to church and hear them talking about uh, First Fruits or Unleavened Bread? I you probably, if you did... Congratulations, uh, you are one of the few. And so uh, what did uh, this emperor that used the Christian religion appointed his own pope for Rome? I mean, here he is, a sun worshiper. He appoints a pope from Constantinople, from Turkey, which were centers of the world, of his universe at that time. And so he instead instituted, this was 325 A.D. at a place called Nicaea. He instituted a uh, holiday. They were all pagan holidays. And so Christmas doesn't even come close to being the birth time of Christ. But... At Nicaea, 
They, I mean, it was just like King Henry VIII. You've got an emperor. Let's say King Henry VIII has just cut the head off the uh, archbishop and the cardinal that represents the Catholic Church in England. Now, he has appointed his own, uh, which was actually the Archbishop of Canterbury. Today is the highest-ranking churchman in England, but the queen today is still the head of the Church of England. So uh, he changed everything. Well, when you go back and look, that's exactly what happened at Nicaea. They changed everything, and since 325 A.D., which when you look at here, we are 2011. And so, my goodness, for uh, a long time, I mean, how, a generation is considered to be 40 years. So divide 40 into like 1,700 years. And is it any wonder? You see, when Israel was captive of uh, Egypt and the Pharaoh, they were held in captivity for 400 years. Well, by that time, a lot of what the tribes of Israel had been taught up through Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, this was lost to them because the Pharaoh, of course, uh, worshipped Ra, the sun god, and all of these other pagan images. So that is why God required Moses and the tribes of Israel to wander in the wilderness for 40 years. That's a generation. That way, God had a generation that knew only dependence upon him. He provided manna that they ate. He led them at night by fire and smoke by day. And so uh, when you look at us, we still are following uh, these, uh, which were actually pagan compromises. If Christmas has nothing to do with the birth of Christ, other than the fact that uh, the church people would say, well, we're actually, it's true that December 25th is the winter solstice, and that was a major pagan holiday, which meant that uh, you, the sun stayed out a little longer, so it started getting warmer again. And if they admit that, then they say, but we choose, you see. Uh, we don't know, uh, that, so we choose uh, to recognize uh, the 25th of December. That's a very poor excuse. And when you look at Easter, my gosh, friends, Easter translates to Istara, the goddess of fertility, who comes down in the Euphrates River there in Iraq in a colored egg. And so today, 
we worship <laughs> Easter with colored eggs and rabbits to indicate you know, fertility. And when you even consider, we'll go one step further, Valentine's Day is Nimrod, the great hunter. Red was for the blood. The bow and arrow is what he used. Nimrod was so bad, remember, they built the Tower of Babel? Nimrod was so bad that the prophet of God had him cut up into little pieces, and they sent little pieces of Nimrod all around because his mother, Samaramus, was claiming that he was a virgin birth. Yeah. Of course, this was a long time before Christ. When you look at Krishna, you know, Hare Krishna. Krishna, of course, is a Hindu, is a, because they have many, is a Hindu god. But uh, Krishna is also said to come from a virgin birth. And so you see what emperors just, and the only reason that uh, the emperor changed the Christian religion was he wanted to control the Christian religion. Therefore, they had the Inquisition. I mean, Luther, the only way Luther survived, they would have cut his head off as being a heretic, even though he was a Catholic priest. But he said that it was wrong that people could not have their own Bible. Because the only people that had Bibles in those times were the priests. And you had to pay for confession. You paid dispensations. Depending on how much you had, uh, you gave it to the church. If you had a uh, monsignor, he got a little bit more. A bishop got a little bit more. An archbishop got more. A cardinal got quite a bit. And if you had enough money, you could go to the pope, and they would grant you uh, dispensations, which meant that your loved ones uh, wouldn't have as long to spend in purgatory. And Luther said, that's wrong. Well, the Germans protected Luther. That's why Luther had his church, and the Lutheran church is associated with Germany. They would not allow uh, the Italians, they wouldn't allow uh, any of those of the new Christian Constantine religion uh, to harm Luther. So uh, Luther grew. Uh, the 1611 Bible, that's the King James Version, was first printed just uh, two days ago on Wednesday was the anniversary of the printing of the first 1611 King James Version. And what King James thought to do, because the Anglicans and the Catholics and everybody, Puritans, they were all fighting. And so King James uh, commissioned a 
diversified group to search through the books of the Bible and come up with what they would agree upon. And so we got the King James Version, which is the my favorite versions. Now, there are... Uh, there, there are many versions, as you know. Uh, you cannot take a uh, a Bible, and the Old Testament is in Hebrew, and the New Testament is in Greek. And, of course, when the Catholics uh, were, uh, the Church of Rome was the official church, you're talking about Latin, the Vulgate. Now, you translate out of those languages that have already translated from Hebrew and uh, from Greek. Do you think that the translation is going to be the same? In every case, it isn't. And can one word throw you off and completely change a meaning? It can. And so we have a lot of new Bibles and some of the Bibles, of course, take away uh, the uh, masculinity, the paternity of, uh, of God the Father and Christ the Son. And they uh, do away with that because they just want it to be generic. Well, this is what men want. And so the Douay version is the Catholic version, and it has, as I recall, about eight books that uh, they include as the gospel, and an example is Maccabees. Actually, Maccabees uh, 1 and 2 are very interesting uh, books. They were a count of a very heroic time in Israel where they uh, defeated uh, much, uh, kind of like uh, we had with uh, Cinco de Mayo yesterday. You had a uh, an army, a minority. It was miraculous how they were able to protect Israel against the enemy. Uh, but for some reason, in the King James, when they were uh, struggling over every book, whether it was credible or not, uh, the there are about eight books out of the Catholic Bible that uh, they said, no, uh, this is a quote of a Gnostic text. Uh, we we believe that this was written later by uh, people, you know, who were basically uh, biased uh, or zealots for some reason or other. Anyway, it's interesting. Because we started off the hour with just uh, looking at how uh, little sayings that we have. And, we, and like Friday, today's day, used to be called Frigg Day. And Frigg was the German for uh, Astaria, who was the goddess of fertility. So when you hear people say something like frigate, you can see that actually this is a a twisting of the goddess of fertility's German name 
but it kind of means what? Uh, and if you say the F, if you drop the F-bomb, that is a further twisting. And anyway, we have the American language. And of course, in Great Britain, they've gone along with some of these things that we've adopted on our own. Uh, all right, it is Friday. It is Frig Day or whatever. And uh, interestingly enough, uh, I had duties that uh, required me. Uh, I run a karate class, and uh, we had it on Thursday. I wanted to listen uh, to the Tea Party, the Republican debate that would include uh, Ron Paul, and I wasn't able to catch it. And all I've gotten today in listening to see the ratings is that Ron Paul collected a million dollars for his candidacy as a result of the debate last night. So, hip, hip, hooray for Ron Paul. Now, they say that Herman Cain won the debate last night. That there were more calls uh, coming in saying that uh, Herman Cain, uh, who has never held political office in his life, he was uh, the vice president of the hamburger uh, thing. He is the president of Godfather's Pizza. He is a very likable black man, and his uh, planks of his platform are more jobs. Gee, many. <laughs> you know, this is nice. Does he say how to get more jobs? Well, stimulus is what he said. Got to be careful. This is an Obama term, which means just adding zeros uh, to your balance sheet. And when you take a look, by the way, they were saying that the uh, reports for 2010 are in for the CEOs. Now, while the uh, United States jobs are fewer and fewer, we have 9% that are unemployed. The fact is that uh, CEOs are making more and more money. The top CEO uh, is Verizon, and the CEO of Verizon is making over $80 million uh, in 2010. Now, let me ask you, what would somebody, why would they have what is the the good? <laughs> Why do you compensate somebody $85 million? Now, the least of the CEOs of these big companies, these are the companies that make up the Dow. Now, the Dow, of course, are the top 30 businesses in America. The least one was $24 million. That is $2 million a month. Give me a break. Oh, 
And I guess this is so-called capitalism. But I noticed that uh, gasoline is lesser and lesser. It's had broken the 100 mark and not headed back. But yet, at the pump, we're paying 4 bucks and more uh, for regular gasoline. Something isn't working for the poor side of the tracks, which uh, shouldn't surprise any of us, should it? But the fact that Herman Cain is the best that the Republicans can come up with, and I liked uh, Herman Cain when I saw him speak. He is a articulate, likable sort, uh, you know, of uh, of old school guy. However, it's going to take somebody. <laughs> that is willing to stand up and apply exceptional solutions to get America up out of the ditch and back onto her feet, fiscally speaking. And uh, nothing that Herman Cain has said leads me to believe that he's the one to do that. All right. Stay with American Voice Radio. We'll come right back. A lot of news for you to consider today. your family survive a food shortage lasting two weeks, six months, or maybe longer? Sound far-fetched? We live in precarious times. There is an ever-increasing possibility of food shortages caused by terrorist attacks, natural disasters, truck strikes, or monetary collapse. You owe it to yourself and family to prepare, and you can by getting a supply of our long-storing, freeze-dried, and dehydrated foods. Our foods are time-tested to store for decades, require a minimum of time and energy to prepare, while maintaining superior nutritional value, freshness, and taste. Our foods were designed for the space program and are in constant use today by our own nuclear submarine service. Contact the Freeze Dry Guy today at Freeze Dry Guy at Lancet.com. That's Freeze Dry Guy at L A N S E T.com or call 530-265-8333. 530-265-8333. And let them know you heard it on American Voice Radio. What an expert says about distilled water. If you decide on bottled water, make sure it's distilled. However, in the long run, you'll save money if you clean your water at home. It's more convenient than hauling gallon jugs from the store. The gold standard for purifying your water is a system that distills your water and filters it. You have the comfort of knowing there is no chlorine, fluoride, bacteria, viruses, pesticides, or lead. You get nothing but H2O, maximum health. Dr. Robert D. Willis Jr., MD. Order your tabletop water distiller for $139.99 postpaid. It comes with everything you need to get pure distilled water. Go to superstore.theamericanvoice.com. That's 
superstore.theamericanvoice.com. Order now. Countries have denied Internet access for their people during civil strife. The FCC seized in-use commercial shortwave frequencies right after the September 11th attacks. No one communication system can be depended on to be there when you need information. You need choices. You need a KU band free-to-air satellite system from AVR. The AVR system includes a receiver, an LNB, and a 75-centimeter dish. All you need to get on your own is the coaxial cable. The system is delivered to your door for one of $49.99. That's right, delivered for $149.99. That's the shipping and the system, $149.99. Call 541-225-4659. That's 541-225-4659. Or visit AmericanVoiceRadio.com and click Satellite System. What makes deep sea salt from France so different? Up from the ocean depths in the south of France flow undersea rivers of pristine sea water. At high tide, the prepared salt ponds are filled with this water. Over spring and summer, processed only by ocean breezes and sunshine, the brine thickens and salt crystals float to the top. These are harvested with nets and deposited on wooden drainage flats to dry. The salt is then gathered up, packaged, and shipped around the world. This salt is much more than a box of lifeless sodium chloride. Worth their salt were once paid with this valuable commodity. It contains 78 to 84 balancing elements. This is living salt, and once you have tasted it, you will never go back to anything else. I've seen this salt in gourmet shops for $30 a pound. Get it now at 4spectrum.us for under $8 a pound. Order 10 pounds and enter the coupon code AVRSALT at checkout and save $20. Ships free to your door or call 800 581 8906. Order today. American Voice Radio Network is heard on Galaxy 19 at 97 degrees west, transponder 23, frequency 12115, audio PID 2595. AVR is heard on the left side audio channel, and AVR2 is heard on the right side audio channel. Remember, both AVR and AVR2 are on Galaxy 19. Same network, double the choices. Hercules. He's not very big, but he is a doctor. He has delivered thousands of young children rather than murdering them like uh, some have in America. His name is Ron Paul. And uh, if you look at the internet polls that were run during the debate of the first Republican candidates, it was last night. Uh, in South Carolina, and Ron Paul, like he was 
in the last election won. But I've told you this so many times. I know you're getting bored with it, but uh, I, I want you to be able to explain to people when people say, wow, you know, I was beginning to have some respect for the Republican Party. I couldn't believe it when Obama was running for the Senate in Illinois and the Republicans didn't have a single candidate to run against him. Obama, who was nothing. He's a neighborhood organizer. You know, kind of like, well, he was. He was working for the daily uh, machine, political machine. And uh, you, you don't have anyone to run against him. Not a single Republican in the great state of Illinois, Abraham Lincoln State. And uh, so what did they do? They brought Alan Keyes from Maryland. Now, I like Alan Keyes. Alan Keyes is very articulate. He's a talk show uh, host. He's very intelligent. Alan Keyes is a decent man to run for public office. Alan Keyes should have beat the pants off of our president, but for one thing, and this is something to remember, because <laughs> we got a couple of these considerations lined up in the Republican Party right now that are front runners. Alan Keyes was from Maryland, not from Illinois. And so you've got your boy from Chicago, part of the Daily Machine, as a neighborhood organizer. And now here comes the carpetbagger, Alan Keyes from Maryland, because the Republicans in Illinois don't have anyone to run against uh, this guy, Obama. Now, how shameful is that? And so. Alan Keyes doesn't win. Now, why do I mention that? Because Mitt Romney right now is a party leader. Remember that poll that I gave you where these people voted? Uh, and I'm going to talk to you about polls here in just a second. And uh, the, what happened is that 58% uh, of those uh, who uh, responded to the poll said they would never uh, vote for Sarah Palin, no matter what. And 58% also said they'd never vote uh, for the Donald Trump, no matter what. And then Newt Gingrich, 42% said they'd never vote for Newt Gingrich. 32% said they'll never vote for Mike Huckabee. And 26%, which was the lowest, said they wouldn't vote for Romney. So in a reverse poll, you end up having 74% saying they will vote for Romney. What is Romney's flaw? Like Alan Keyes came from Maryland, not Illinois. So a much better man 
then Obama, Alan Keyes loses because he's not local. Well, Mitt Romney is a Mormon. And when you have the Christian right, which will back the Republican, not the Democrat, and you will see the Christian right has been preaching, and I might say falsely. And you say, oh my gosh, Bo, what are you talking about? Let me tell you, if you don't know, see the what happens, pictures, uh, it is, uh, it's pretty shameful. In the Bible, there is the part where uh, now Christ has come, and we have all of these preachers that are grouped over here on his left hand, and they're all hailing him, saying, Oh, Messiah, didn't we heal in your name? Oh, Messiah, didn't we perform miracles in your name? And what does Christ say? He says, I knew you not. Because they were teaching false doctrine, which caused massive numbers in their congregation to not follow God's word. And so in the end, I feel sorry for a lot of these very popular people who are preaching. And let me give you, as long as I'm up to my neck in alligators here, uh, let me go ahead with this statement. I was on the dais in Oklahoma City with Brother Falwell, who, uh, as you will remember, uh, was the majority of, of the moral majority leader. He had his church, he had his school in Lynchburg, Virginia. I liked Brother Falwell. Now, we gave a talk at Windsor Hills Baptist Church in Oklahoma City. When it was over, I, as Brother Falwell's people were stuffing dollar bills into hefty bags, and Brother Falwell was writing a check to uh, Pastor Jim Vineyard, a sizable check, for having Brother Falwell uh, come to the Windsor Hills Baptist Church, I, I just had to ask him. I said, Brother Falwell, you are a recognized expert uh, on the Bible. I've just got to ask you, uh, when you are baptized, now if your life reverses itself and you begin to uh, revel in sin, you change your life, you deny Christ, you curse God, uh, you live uh, as bad a life as you possibly could, committing every crime possible. Now you die. Tell me what happens. He said, Bo, it's real simple. John 3.16. Once you're baptized, you're saved. Once you're saved, you're saved. That's it. For all time and eternity, 
There is nothing. You are saved. You are going to heaven no matter what you do. Well, this is a very nice, uh, I think, a very nice uh, axiom. If you get baptized, uh, then you are saved. You can do anything you want to. But is this provable in the scriptures? Is this true? It is not. And so does this mean that having an easy solution, you just join my church. You just get baptized my way, and nothing you do. You can go on out there and uh, jump in the river of sin and uh, enjoy yourselves, folks. You only live once. Do what feels good. And then you go to hell, let's say. Who are you going to be screaming and hollering and yelling about? The guy that told you, hey, it's okay. Where is he going to be? He's going to be one of those with his hands up trying to get the Messiah's attention when Christ looks and says, I never knew you, because they were teaching false doctrine. And that is why I I know you probably got to say, Bo, we wish you wouldn't preach. As a matter of fact, uh, I was on... Uh, radio for years where we had about more than 300 AM, FM stations all across the United States. And about twice out of probably 50 times, I agreed to go to uh, radio communication conventions. And uh, during those, and our headquarters was out of Boston, Massachusetts. And during those times, I've had all kind of station managers uh, come up to me, all kinds of advertisers, and say, you know, Bo, uh, you could be uh, like Rush Limbaugh. I'm not sure I take that as a compliment, <laughs> but they meant good. But there's a big difference. And I guess there's a lot of big differences, literally and figuratively. But they said, Bo, don't preach. Uh, if people wanted to hear God or the name Jesus Christ, which you can never say on the open switch radio, uh, they would listen to Christian radio. They don't want to hear that. But friends, if I did not tell you the things that through my experiences in my life I have found to be pearls of great price, then I would not be doing my duty to you. So you can turn the radio off. You can say, Bo is the worst talk show host in the world. We like the way he understands special ops and gives us an analysis having been a presidential candidate and having worked uh, in Congress for the Defense Department in both the House and the Senate, this guy understands government. Anytime the President of the United States will say, get Bo rights, there's got to be something good there. But we don't like it when he preaches. Well, sorry, but what I'm saying is, if you will go back and look, at everything they did at the Council of Nicaea, 
1,700 years ago. And you will see how the religion, how the tenets, how the laws, everything that Christ, maybe not everything, but major issues that Christ taught, that his apostles practiced, were changed. They were changed so that they would match the pagan ways, and those who made spiritual excuses say, well, we were hoping to Christianize these pagan holidays. Well, I ask you, is Christmas Christianized? Is Easter Christianized? And is this all right to be deceitful in trying to get people to come over and accept, for example, religion and Christ instead of paganism? I think that people should not be deceived. Now, there is, uh, in Buddhism, I've studied religions of the world. I went to college. I've got a degree that attests to this. I have studied these religions. I have lived with the Muslims. I've lived with the Buddhists. I've lived in places of Africa and where uh, there uh, is no uh, Christian or major religion. Rather, you know, it's under voodoo and all kinds of weird stuff. The point is, is that it's either truth in Christianity or it is of the devil. You got one or the other. It's like you have only one form of government that gives you liberty and freedom. All of these demonstrators all over the world that say they are looking for equality, they're looking for liberty in all of these Middle Eastern countries, it's real simple. You must have a republic that works, and that's why we've got to work in America. The republic says that everyone, including the highest leaders, the mighty chiefs, the ones with guns and badges even, are all equal under the law. Now, that's the secret to liberty and to the pursuit of happiness. All right, and think about it. And so when you have people who are above the law, then you have a form. It can be communism. It can be a theocracy. Uh, it can be under a, uh, a king. Makes no difference. The people are not free, are they? All right, let me get a couple of things uh, down before we actually uh, run out of time. Don't forget Mother's Day on Sunday. They say, and I, I think they're worth a lot more than this, they say they've figured up and that if you had to pay a mother 
they stayed at home and kept the family and home together, it would you'd have to pay her $61,000. Now, that is assuming 29000 in child care. So if you don't have children, uh, now you can knock thirty k. You only have to pay them thirty one thousand. Very frankly, I think uh, they leave off a lot of things that these mothers, these housewives, these homemakers have to do, and it's worth far more than anything that would jingle in your pocket. And so have a different reason than they say the average family will spend $140, and that's probably Zales jewelry that's putting that out. Now, let me jump back and explain to you uh, about, uh, and I was talking to Frank, who is the operator owner of American Voice Radio during the break, and he says, Bo, I was uh, listening uh, to Frank uh, Luntz, who uh, is a poll taker, and uh, these professional poll takers are hired by, let's say, Fox News. And they tell the poll taker, what we want is to see numbers where Herman Cain wins the Republican debate. And so the Frank Luntzes of the world go out, and they gather. How do they do that? Well, let me tell you, and when I lived in California, the phone rang one day. <laughs> and when I picked it up, they said, uh, hello, uh, we are uh, taking a poll. We'd like to take only a few minutes of your time. Uh, your answers are very, very valuable to us. And I said, okay. And they said, uh, first of all, are you a Democrat? And when I said uh, no, then they said, are uh, you going to vote for someone other uh, than uh, Bill Clinton? And when you say yes, then they say thank you for your time, and they hang up. Now, if I would have said, yes, I'm a Democrat, and no, I intend to vote for Bill Clinton, then they go ahead and ask you other questions and if you answer them, but as soon as you don't answer them properly, they say thank you, and they hang up. And so they use the figures of the people that they have vetted on the phone and say this number of people were surveyed, and uh, all of them said they liked Herman Cain. So that's why uh, before you can get a advanced a degree, a master's degree in any college or university worth its, uh, its title, you must take a graduate course in statistics so that you understand how these figures are skewed. And so uh, I believe that Ron Paul, when people hear him, people that are concerned about America, they know what they hear, they feel, uh, what the Holy Spirit uh, would indicate to them, and they know that he is the right man. But when the Republican Party will slam the door in his face and not allow him to represent them, 
then what do you do when they, I mean, who is going to win this election? You think Herman Cain is more black than Obama? So that would, uh, what if, where is our, uh, our Mexican? They are actually the majority of the minority. You know, and also the Muslims are rapidly gaining. Where are, where's their representation? And so we're going to have to extract head from rectal defilade this coming election in 2012, or we're going to end up. <laughs> Can you imagine if Ron Paul runs as an independent? He is going to take away votes from, let's say, Herman Cain, if they were running him. And then Obama gets back in. So we have to look toward saving America. Uh, And right now, of course, this is a reason why I would suggest to you that maybe you search the scriptures and start reading them for yourself and try, just try doing what God has asked you to do rather than what the Council of Nicaea changed 1,700 years ago, and as if we were members of the tribes of Israel in Egypt, we have forgotten what God has ordered. We are doing what is popular with Ra, the sun god, or Istara, the goddess of fertility. You look at Memphis. There are 11 states that are flooding there are all-time high watermarks for the Mississippi River. Friends, these weather phenomenons keep happening. They're not over, I fear. We need to come closer to God. And uh, Obama is coming closer. He's at Fort Campbell, Kentucky today. The 101st Airborne is there. He is glorifying the attack team the team of raiders, they kill 15 people. None of them was, of course, wounded. There was only one weapon used to fire some shots that didn't hit anything. That was from the Kuwaiti uh, courier at the gate when the raiders first entered the compound. All right, so bin Laden, they have found from the documents, did plan... He had an idea to attack the U.S. rail system. And I can guarantee you, the power grid in the United States and the rail grid in the United States are most vulnerable. And so it's only natural that uh, Osama bin Laden would have uh, keyed on both of those. But the rail grid, look how... Uh, exposed the rail lines are. And look how few uh, rail police we have. You know, we had more rail law enforcement uh, back a century ago than we got right now. We just keep cutting them back. And yet it exposes more and more of the tunnels and bridges 
and uh, rail areas that could do America a great deal of damage. All right, please, and oh, by the way, the last thing, Obama and his administration has now indicated that homosexual marriages may be conducted at military chapels. Uh, this is just another reason to wake up. All right, stay with American Voice Radio. Have a good weekend. Think about the Sabbath, and I'll check on you Monday. America's best. One hundred men will test today, but only three when the Green Berets train to live off nature's land. shown that the farm soil we get our vegetables from is dead, meaning it is depleted of minerals. Sulfur is a mineral. Sulfur has been depleted from the soil, which means most people have been depleted of sulfur. Sulfur has been found to transport oxygen throughout the body. You need oxygen. You need organic sulfur. American Voice Radio Network has organic sulfur. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com and then to the Superstore to order your organic sulfur. It's your choice. Do you want to feel better or not? Don't forget to tune in to the Sulfur Hour Plus One on AmericanVoiceRadio.com, Thursdays, 6 p.m. Pacific. People realize their body needs clean water to function properly. Pure is the cleanest water, also known as distilled water. Some frauds pushing fake science and ignorant people repeating their disinformation and half-truths will tell you distilled water leaches minerals from the body. What they fail to tell you is distilled water only attracts and flushes inorganic minerals from your body. These are minerals your body cannot process and can interfere with your proper body functions. Distilled water does flush these inorganic materials from your body and is an effective and natural way to cleanse your body. ABR sells a distiller that distills one gallon every three and a half hours. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com, click on the Superstore, go to the distiller, check the pricing and how to order, and watch the video explaining in detail why distilled water is pure water. Shanahan, and this is the Condition Critical Show. 
This is my live show, my new hour, my new time slot, 8 p.m. It is 8 p.m. What is it now? It is Tuesday, the second day of August 2016. Let's get all that out of the way. Still a bit of a change for me, having done an afternoon show for, what, over a year now. But uh, this is my live show, ladies and gentlemen, for Tuesday evening, the second again uh, day of August 2016, four minutes past the 8 o'clock hour. Uh, so just like last week, if you're a bit surprised to hear the Condition Critical show and not the Frank Report, uh, well, this is kind of going to be the new format for a time anyway. Uh, Frank was gracious to give me this time slot. He will be on after me. It's uh, 9 p.m. Pacific time, so please stay tuned in. Administratively, let's just uh, talk about where you're listening and how you can reach us. This is the American Voice Radio Network, which means you can go to theamericanvoice.com. There's a chat room there, not many people in there. Haven't been for a while. I don't know why, if it's the new format or, or whatever, if it's summertime. People are just busy. Hard to say. I'm going to get into that a little bit. There is a call-in number, 1-800-932-1980. I have a website, conditioncriticalshow.com. I try and stay active on there. Got a couple articles up on there. A couple of bit of a rant about that dirtbag Obama, I think, and about his dirtbag wife. That's right. We're going to talk politics a little bit here, at least for the, uh, well, maybe for the whole show. I only have an hour. So let's just get right into some things. I mean, you got Trump out there. They conjured up some Muslim savages at the Democratic National Convention. It's been like the, all the talk this week about this, this, this dirtbag Muslim who supposedly his kid got whacked over there in, in, in Iraq or whatever. Like, I care. Like, any of us should care. First of all, like, the politicians care when a service member gets whacked, because they don't. That's what they send them over there to get to, to do, to get whacked. Uh, they don't care who it is. They don't care if it's a Muslim. They don't care if it's a, a, a fairy or, or, a, or a girl. They, they don't care. <laughs> okay, as long as you go over there and do their bidding and get whacked. But if it serves a political agenda, like it obviously is with this dirtbag that is Hillary Clinton. And now, look, you know, if you were just listening to the American Independence Hour, and, and it's not just on that show, but it isn't, you don't hear it on mainstream radio at all. The, the the unbelievable, the unbelievableness, if you will, that there is any support out there for Hillary Clinton. I have 10 flyers right here that I made to myself on Microsoft Word. And I, I, what I do is I go around town posting them and it just says, hang Hillary, hang Hillary, you know, like hang. So if the Secret Service is listening, Hillary Clinton deserves to be arrested right now. And not even she's been given a trial in public opinion for about the last 30 years. But look, if it suits people for, for uh, adjudication and what I'll find. Give her about a 30-second trial. Guilty, you ignorant, you know what. And she needs to be taken out back and hung from a tree until dead. But not just Hillary Clinton. Every politician. I got, I, look, I heard them talking about Paul Ryan. I'll maybe get into Paul Ryan a little bit. You know, he's the rhino that, uh, you know, he claims to be a Republican. And, uh, you know, he was going to, look, how many times do we have to be duped as so-called Republicans? And now I'm not a Republican, but I would maybe tend to maybe vote Republican, as I think would most people that listen to this network or what people would call, I don't know, patriots or something like that. They would maybe tend to vote more conservative or more Republican. I mean, there's probably I can't really think of a Democrat that I would vote for is my point. And, and, and further to the. To further that point, I can think of maybe a few Republicans, you know, that I probably would vote for. But Paul Ryan is not one of them. And, well, I don't live where he 
you know, and what is he from Wisconsin or whatever. But uh, I'm trying to find the article I had here, and it had it has refreshed on me. So let me uh, find this because you know they talked about and 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 Frank did about talked about how Paul Ryan is a rhino, right? He's a Republican in name only, and how he's got some ignorant wife as a uh, Democratic lobbyist, and she's like the he's the bag man, really, essentially. Or is she the bag woman? I don't know how it works. I think she's the bag woman. That's right. She picks up the piles of money, you know, because he goes and does her bidding. And it's just plain. It's just so obvious as the nose on everybody's face. And it just uh, it just amazes me. And just give me one second here while I try and find this uh, article. This is for uh, this is about a uh, where is it here? This is about a uh, a Republican. Uh, congressman, and I don't know why I can't find it, uh, from New York, okay, and let's see, well, let me just, uh, just bear with me a second there, because it was just here, you know, these web pages will refresh when you don't want them to, here it is, Representative Hanna, what's his name, Richard Hanna, now I really want to talk about this for just a second, this, this this should say it all right here about, about politicians in general. And I'm going to kind of really wrap this up, hopefully, before the break. Right, I see that. He got whacked about 12 years ago. You know, it just disgusts me, and I'm getting off the beaten track here because I want to really focus on this. But let me get back to this, this what's going on with the, the, these two dirtbag Muslims. That they, the, 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 and look, somebody out there needs to do some investigation because I don't believe it. Okay, call me a skeptic. Call me a conspiracy theorist. It's just too convenient. It's too wrapped up too nice because this guy's saying all the right things, you know, that they're saying now. He, he, on more than one occasion, has used the phrase, one love. That's right, one love. That's a homo phrase. Okay, who says that in their everyday language? What, what grieving parents say that in, in their grieving? You know, what grieving parent, even if it happened 12 years ago, what grieving parent would go to a Democratic or Republican National Convention and talk about their son? I, I wouldn't. I can tell you that right now. What grieving parent would do that? I, I just have to, I have to call that into question. And yeah, you got John McCain. He's another one that right now, the people of Arizona need to go find him and beat him to death with baseball bats. That's right. That's right. And this is political speech. By the way there, John McCain, you freaking dirtbag. All of you politicians, you disgust me. You have committed treason against this country time and time and time again. And getting hung is too good for you. Getting hung, these, get, these politicians getting hung from a tree is too good for them. They deserve to suffer far worse because the American people have suffered far worse. Now, let me get into this. I kind of backtracked a little bit here. Representative Hannah, this is for anybody that may be perhaps listening up there in upstate New York. And there's a picture of him. This is from Fox News. I'll read from the article just a little bit here. Now, listen, Representative Richard Hanna on Tuesday, this is today. This is today, because the, the dateline is August 2nd, so this is today, became the first GOP member of Congress to say he will vote for Democrat Hillary Clinton for president instead of Republican candidate Donald Trump, castigating the business mogul as, quote, unfit to serve our party. And that's the mantra I know. I don't, I don't know who came up with it, if it was Hillary, that freaking lion wench, dirtbag, or someone else. Because Obama's touting it now. That's, what the, that's kind of the mantra now with the Democrats. He's unfit to serve. He's, uh, he, he doesn't have the temperament. And he doesn't have this. Head. And this is coming from somebody like Hillary Clinton, who is a sociopath. 
it, 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 you know, at a minimum, is a sociopath. At a minimum, is a sociopath. Okay, let me continue. Hannah, he's a three-term congressman who represents the 22nd District in upstate New York, wrote in an op-ed for Syracuse.com that he disagreed with Clinton but could not vote for a man who was, quote, unrepentant in all things. Unrepentant in all things. So what has Donald Trump done, really? Maybe a couple of bankruptcies. Okay, he's got a couple of divorces. You know, a couple of kind of, okay. Is that anything even remotely close to the things that Hillary Clinton is obvious has obviously done and is obviously guilty of? She's one of the most disgusting people that has ever walked the face of the earth. And we ought to be ashamed of ourselves as a country. We really should be ashamed of ourselves as a country. Why, why news organizations, buildings, and, and why uh, uh, people aren't, aren't paying for the, the deception and, and the, the evilness that is going on in this country is beyond me. I, I know people are just too busy, I guess. You know, they just want to watch TV. You know, they just want to, like, turn on a baseball game or, like, go to the movies. I, I don't know what it is. I don't know why more people aren't sickened out there about what's going on in this country. Because frankly, I'm, I'm sick of it and have been sick of it. And I get a little irritated sometimes that I don't get the sense that enough people are sick of it. You got people like this up there in New York. Now, he calls himself a Republican. He calls himself a Republican. And he's going to vote for Hillary Clinton. But that's, that's not all. It's one thing to just say you're going to vote for Hillary Clinton as a Republican. This guy's a member of Congress who's a Republican. Let me continue on. The written rebuke of Trump comes amid the newest controversy swirling around the GOP nominee as Trump continues to war words with the father of a Muslim savage, supposed U.S. Army captain who was killed in Iraq in 2004. Now, I don't care if that offends anybody. I don't care. I don't believe the narrative. I don't care. Because I don't want Muslims in this country. They don't belong in our military, period. I don't care what the veterans of foreign wars has come out and said, oh, we're not going to, disparaging Gold Star families is a sacrosanct. We're just not going to do it. Tough. Tough. I guess I just served in a different time. And you all can just go to hell if you don't like it. That's what people, that's, and that's, see, that's one thing, that's one thing that I admi- somewhat admire about Trump. That, that he doesn't seem to mind that he keeps stepping in it. It's, now, that's, that's their words, that he keeps stepping in it. And I'm not the only one that says, hey, man, Blake Shelton said it. Blake Shelton, he's the country music singer. I wouldn't know one of his songs if you played it on the highest volume, you know, from 100, you know, CD. I, I wouldn't know. I have no idea. But he came out and said, because he was kind of chastised by the actress Deborah Messing, kind of a attractive uh, kind of female, but she's a, she's a whack job. And, and I guess he came out and said something about Trump in support, and then so she unleashed a Twitter, because that's what we do nowadays. We unleash a 140-word Twitter tirade. On, so that's how, we, that's how we argue. Now, that's how we debate. Now, that's how we get our point across. We go on Twitter, and we do a couple of hashtags and a little clever saying, and, oh, look at me with my little avatar. Look how, look how cool I am. You know, look how meaningful I am when you're nothing more than a freaking idiot. But that's what we do now. That's not what I do, but that's what people do now. But anyway, Blake Shelton said something like, uh, you know, Trump, uh, he just says what comes to his mind, and that's what appeals to him. And that was my whole point in the whole thing, you know, about this, you know, what he said. He, 
He just says, you know, he's not afraid to say, hey, look, man, you know, I was viciously attacked. That's what he said. And he, he came out and he said a few things about, you know, this so-called, these so-called Muslim, uh, grieving Muslim parents. And you just look at them. And like I said, I, somebody really needs to investigate it because I don't believe it for a minute. I don't believe it for a minute. He gave himself away when he said one love. That's when he gave himself away. That is the homo uh, mantra that, that that's you know all the rappers and and all the singers and all the politicians all one love and one love and we're all just one big happy family. Let me continue on with this article. Here we go. There, okay, let me start over. Yeah, in his tooth. Okay, in his piece, Hannah also was also referenced Trump's year-old attack against Senator John the Dirtbag McCain from Republican Republican Arizona, who uh, seemed to dispute uh, he was a war hero because he was captured. Yeah, I guess he was captured. You know, he maybe he was flying drunk, whatever. I don't know. He was, yeah, he was at the Hanoi Hotel. But there are numerous accounts of his stay there from people that said he was treated very well. He was used as a, as, as a, as a propaganda piece because his dad was an admiral. He was treated very well. You don't hear that out there in the mainstream media, though, do you? Look, you know, John McCain, he doesn't, he's not worth, he's not worth what I go do when I sit down on the toilet. He's not worth that. That's how much of a dirtbag he is. And if there's anybody out there in Arizona listening and you voted for him, you are a freaking idiot. You're an idiot. And I, I, don't, I don't want you in my country. And if you're listening to the show, turn it off. I don't want you listening to my show. I don't want morons listening to my show. I'm tired of morons. And I'm tired of people that are stupid and cowards and don't want to do what needs to be done. You go ahead and let, let Hillary Clinton be elected, people. You go right ahead and do it. And you find out what's going to happen. But see, too many people are cowards out there. They just want to sit on their hands and not do a damn thing. They don't want to talk. They don't want to speak up. They're too afraid. They're cowards. Most people are cowards. Most people are sissies. I'm tired of them. I'm tired of sissies and cowards. I'm tired of people not speaking their mind. Oh, you might not want to say anything. Oh, that was offensive. Go to hell. Okay, go to hell. Turn it off. You don't like it. Or the countless, and this, and this is, is this the continuum of the quote, or the countless other insults he's proudly lobbed from behind a Republican presidential podium, Hannah wrote. Quote, again, for me, it's not enough to simply denounce his comments. Here again, listen, he is unfit fit to serve our party and cannot lead this country. Well, it's not my party. It might be your party, but it's not even your party because you're a Democrat, and that's where I'm getting to. Hannah, who is retiring at the end of his term, has often broke ranks with the Republican Party line. Check this out. As a member... Of the LGBT Equality Caucus, Hannah has supported same-sex marriage since 2013. He's voted against cuts to Planned Parenthood, which is where they go get babies murdered, and told a crowd of mostly women in 2012 to contribute your money to Democrats because, quote, they speak out on your behalf. What the hell is wrong with you people up there in Syracuse? What the hell is wrong with you people? Are you, are you that stupid? Well, apparently you are. That's the problem. Ladies and gentlemen, that's a problem in this country. We have too many stupid people out there. Too many people are just ignorant. Too many people are just dumbed down. How many people, I mean, you see it every day. You have people walking around looking down at their phones. You have people that walk in front of buses. They walk off of cliffs. They walk into uh, water fountains. They walk off of sidewalks. They run into uh, buildings. That's, That's pretty bad. Don't you think? I go for my walk in the park. 
and I see it. I see people staring at their phones, staring at their screens on their, on their stupid phones. And they'll trip and run into a fence post, you know. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, it's so, so funny. Look at me. I'm such a moron. That's our country, man. That's our country. And we got politicians out there like this guy. I'm not going to read any more from the article. You can check it out for yourself. The headline is, Representative Hanna becomes first GOP member of Congress to support Clinton. It's from Fox News. Again, his name is Richard Hanna. He's from the 22nd District of New York. Somebody ought to write him a letter. Somebody ought to call his office. I mean, I could, and I've done it. I do that enough. But somebody else maybe needs to do it. I'd like to maybe see more people do it. I can tell you this right now. If, if enough people did it, they would change. You know, you got Hillary Clinton out there. And look, you got Republican, you got Paul Ryan. You got, it, doesn't matter what, it doesn't matter which stripe they are. You know, this one says they're going to, you know, this party over here says, oh, vote for us and, and we'll, we'll, we'll vote Hillary Clinton. You vote for me and I'm going to work for the working class and provide jobs. And give me a break. And see, but people believe that. When all they do is force degeneracy on us. That's all they do. All kinds of articles out there about degeneracy being forced on the American people. All kinds of articles out there about the race problems in this country. And how, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's everything's being forced on white people. Nothing's being forced. Look, do you see them forcing white people on black people, like in black neighborhoods? Do you see that? What do you think would happen if, if some lily white liberal took his lily white rear end to the hood, to Compton? Oh, look at me. I'm an anti-racist. I, I love black people. And I'm, gonna, I'm just going to go to Compton because they, they wouldn't do anything. Yeah, you're going to get your head lopped off. And you won't even be a blip on the news. You'll make like the page C12 of the local newspaper. That's it. There won't be any press conferences. There won't be any hand-wringing. There won't be any cries for uh, race relations, and there won't be any uh, sit-downs with the president. There'll be none of that. You would just be some stupid white person that ventured into the wrong neighborhood. But contrary to fair, what if a black dude uh, ventures into a white neighborhood and doesn't even get his head lopped off, just gets somebody yells the N-word at him? Oh, ho, ho. well, news helicopters, CNN, Fox News, international headlines, you name it. It'll be everywhere. They'll have all the big media trucks out in front of the dude's house. There'll be politicians. He'll be fired from his job. Now, I'm, I'm somewhat exaggerating, but not really. No, see, that's not the way it works. How about the homos? Do you see homos being forced to deal with straight people? No, no. Take a homo bar. Say a, a, guy, a straight guy walks in, just unbeknownst, or maybe, maybe he just heard that they have a decent hamburger there, which I don't know why anybody would want to go to a homo bar and get some food. You catch my drip, but let's just say, let's just say the guy goes in, he hurt, he goes in, you know, and he gets ridiculed for being, you know, maybe even gets beat up. That's probably what would happen. And then maybe he gets gang raped up the rear end, right? By the homos, right? You wouldn't hear anything about that. Oh, you might hear a guy got assaulted, walked into a bar, got assaulted, and, and the police are investigating, right? Oh, contraire, Mofair, let's say some fairy homo faggot walks into a, just a, a regular, a Denny's or something like that. And somebody just, Happen to say, oh, look at that queer over there. Bingo, game on. Now, the restaurant is shut down. His vendors stop supplying him. You catch my drift. It's one thing after another. That's what our politicians have done for us, ladies and gentlemen, Republicans 
and Democrats. But they're the ones. Yeah, and now, but we're responsible here. And now here's where it gets to be our responsibility. This is where it gets to be our responsibility. Because here's the thing. Here's the dirty little secret. Most of us know. Most of us know what the problem is. But 99.9% of us are too much cowards. That's right. Cowards. Sissies. Pansies. To do anything about it. Oh, we don't want to rock the boat. Oh, I don't want to say anything. Oh, my neighbor might not talk to me. Oh, I could get in trouble at work. So they just let it go. And they let it go. And they let it go. But you have another group of people out there as well that, that maybe, you know, aren't so much pansies or cowards. That just kind of do the same thing. It doesn't take a lot. It, it won't take a lot to turn this thing around. It's, it's so fragile, ladies and gentlemen. It is so fragile, what's, what's happening to us right now, that it could be changed so easily if enough of us, just enough of us, not just me, not just Frank or Al or Pastor Mike. There has to be more. There has to be more of us. There has to be that critical mass, more of a critical mass of us out there that said, you know what, that's enough. I own a gun. You're not getting it. If you come to take it, you're going to get something else. You catch my drift? The time for an armed revolution in this country, ladies and gentlemen, is come and gone. And the longer we sit around and not perform our duties as citizens, the harder it's going to be. I guess we could wait around until we don't have any guns, right? And then what? It's going to be too late soon, is my point. And if you're, going to, if you're waiting for your neighbor, if you're waiting for that hot-headed neighbor of yours to do something about it, well, you're going to be waiting a long time. Because even though I said that there's, you know, because minus that, my point is, you know, you have the 99.9%, but there is that 0.01% out there uh, of people that know what needs to be done. But that doesn't mean we're stupid. That doesn't mean I'm going to go over there. You know, so I guess if you're waiting for me to go over there and break out my rifle for myself as uh, safe and march down to City Hall, I'm not that stupid. That's, I know that's what needs to be done. But if, if, if one guy does it, well, we know what's going to happen then. And hell, they could come get me right now for all I know, just for saying what I'm saying. But if they knew there were 15 of us, then they would have a problem. They don't want to die either. Because, see, just like on their side, 99.9% of them are cowards and sissies, too. You catch my drift? So there's two small factions on either side, and we're fighting this battle, this battle between good and evil. Evil's been winning for a long time. I'm tired of it. But I'm just one person. I don't see the letters to the editor. I don't see the phone calls coming in. I don't see people in the chat room. I don't see people writing blog posts. I don't see anything. 
if you're just sitting there listening and it's just all fun and games and it's just entertainment, uh, okay, I guess that's fine. But we we need to come to an agreement here that we need to do more. We need to let our politicians know your day's coming. You understand me? And you better knock it off. You don't get to just pass ordinances and pass laws. You don't just keep getting to rake us over the coals without something being done. And we certainly and we shouldn't certainly allow people like Hillary Clinton to run for president of this country. It's a it's an outrage. We're a joke. The people around the world know that we're a joke. I'll get into that a little bit here in the second half. I see we're coming up on break. I'll see you after the break, guys. Uh, Enjoy the music.
found that the farm soil we get our vegetables from is dead, meaning it is depleted of minerals. Sulfur is a mineral. Sulfur has been depleted from the soil, which means most people have been depleted of sulfur. Sulfur has been found to transport oxygen throughout the body. You need oxygen. You need organic sulfur. American Voice Radio Network has organic sulfur. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com and then to the Superstore to order your organic sulfur. It's your choice. Do you want to feel better or not? Don't forget to tune in to the Sulfur Hour Plus One on AmericanVoiceRadio.com, Thursdays, 6 p.m. Pacific. Since the beginning of the United States, kings have sought it, nations have fought for it. It has been traded, borrowed, purchased, and stolen. There is a reason for it. To secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our posterity, invest with the security of gold and silver. Call Discount Gold and Silver Trading at 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Listen to Financial Survival with your host, Melody Cedarstrom, on American Voice Radio Network and Shortwave Radio. Visit DiscountGoldAndSilverTrading.net or call 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. For the very best in gold and silver trading, call toll-free 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Call now. Most people realize their body needs clean water to function properly. Pure is the cleanest water, also known as distilled water. Some frauds pushing fake science and ignorant people repeating their disinformation and half-truths will tell you distilled water leaches minerals from the body. What they fail to tell you is distilled water only attracts and flushes inorganic minerals from your body. These are minerals your body cannot process and can interfere with your proper body functions. Distilled water does flush these inorganic materials from your body and is an effective and natural way to cleanse your body. ABR sells a distiller that distills one gallon every three and a half hours. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com, click on the Superstore, go to the distiller, check the pricing and how to order, and watch the video explaining in detail why distilled water is pure water.
Yeah. All right. Welcome back, folks. Second half, Condition Critical Show. And this is my live show for Tuesday, second day of August 2016, 38 minutes, now 39 minutes past the 8 o'clock hour. And yes, MS, I am on at 8 o'clock now. That's 2,000 hours or 8 p.m. Pacific time out here. Uh, yes, on Tuesday. So it is a new time. I just started this uh, last week due to my work schedule, so forth and so on. Uh, so yes, this is my new time. And uh, so thank any each and every one of you for tuning in. Let me just continue on. A little bit of Iron Maiden there. It just kind of fits my mood. Or will, you know, continue to fit my mood here for the remainder of the show. Not a happy camper. Not happy, you know, with the, the state of this country and what's going on and how easily we could take it back. I guess that's why I'm not happy. I, you know, I, I just expect, or I, I, you know, because it's, it would be so easy. You know, the, here's the thing. that What we're doing right now is hard. You know, kind of staying where we are right now. By, by, by not doing anything, folks, ladies and gentlemen, about our state of the union, if you will, is harder than if we just said, you know what, okay, enough fun and games. Yeah, I like cable television, and yeah, I like flushing water. You know, and yeah, I like electricity. Some of that may have to go away for a time. Yeah, it may have to go away for a time in order to take our country back. We can't take it all back either. I mean, that's, that's just not going to happen. We have to get back, folks, to states of the union, and we have to get back even uh, smaller than that, where we have so, our governments are so localized that there's much, you know, obviously, easier to control. Don't you see how easy that would be? Don't you see? I mean, I can't even put it into words. I'm sitting here trying to think, how can I put this into words? There's really, there's, there's really no, you can't really say it any more easily than that. We need to tell the federal government, and it would be so easy to make our state legislatures just tell the federal government, that's it. We're not taking any more of their mandates. We're not sending them any more of it. Don't you do it. Don't do it or you're gone. One way or the other, you're gone. Yeah, some people are going to have to die. Some people are going to have to be put to death. Yeah, that's just the way it is when people are acting lawlessly and when people are committing treason and breaking the law. We let our politicians get away with actual murder. Actual murder. And all kinds of other travesties against us, and we just keep letting them get away with it. It was election day here in Washington. My primary ballot sitting over there in the, in the hopper. I still call my politicians. I mean, I still call the politicians, you know, when I have to, and I still write letters and so forth. But, yeah, I even got an email from my state representatives. Hey, the, the county auditor says they haven't received a ballot from you in a couple of years since, like, 2012. Yeah, that's right. I'm not voting for any of you freaking jack wagons. Any of you. I'll vote for you to, to get freaking beat above the neck and shoulders with a baseball bat. Yeah, in the public square. Yeah, I'll, I'll vote for that. Public stoning, all of those things that we used to do, that moral and just societies used to do to their politicians when they rubbed them the wrong way. And it's one thing to rub somebody the wrong way. It's one thing to say, bad dang state guy there, he just that dang guy. The other day, the, he didn't, at the, yeah, at the market, he didn't like wave to me or kiss my, my kid or, or 
or did he didn't receive my phone call? But it seems more than that what they do now. Like I said, it's more than that now. Now they force degeneracy on us. I mean, violently force degeneracy on us. They cripple us economically if we don't accept their degeneracy. They see to it that we get fired from our jobs and can't hold employment somewhere else. If you're a business owner, they will shut your business down. Don't like to bake a cake for a couple of fudge packers? Oh, can't have that. Can't have that. You're, you're, you're not only going to lose your business, but you're now going to pay these fudge packers a couple hundred thousand dollars. That's right. Now run along. Because we can't have bigots like you in this nice, diverse society. Well, I'll tell you what needs to happen. Any politician allows that to be happened. He needs to have his own fudge pack, okay, with, a, say, a baseball bat. He needs to be beaten to death. To death. That's what these politicians need. These aren't just people that I'm talking about. These are elected officials that have sworn oaths to constitutions. Have sworn oaths to the people. Where is my constitution? I usually have my little copy of my constitution here. It's somewhere. doesn't really matter. Nobody pays attention to it anyway, but they did swear an oath to it. But see, I don't even know if they even do that anymore. I bet you they don't. I bet you they don't even do I bet you don't even go through that formality anymore. But it doesn't matter because they're supposed to. And the illusion is, and I know that's all it is, is that they still do. And they violate it every day they wake up. You name me one good politician. There isn't any. I mean... From the smallest hamlet to the largest city to this nation, there is not one good politician out there. They're all a bunch of criminal freaking dirtbags. And each and every one of them, need hunt. they need hunted down. Hunted down like the vermin and the freaking scumbags that they are, and they need beaten to death. And look, if you want to put them through some kind of a mock trial, I got no problem with that. I got no problem with that. Just like the Romans used to do, you know put one of the gladiators that escaped through some mock trial and then freaking lop his head off. To me, it, it, it's all at the end. That's, I just want their heads lopped off. You lop enough of their heads off, ladies and gentlemen. You beat enough of them to death in the public square. And you're fully within your right to do that, by the way. It's right in our founding documents, ladies and gentlemen. Declaration of Independence. Uh, it, it's, it's referenced in the Bill of Rights. It's referenced several times in Constitution, Articles of Confederation. I would even say some of the other founding documents I'm not largely familiar with, but I would imagine they're in there. As a matter of fact, I'm not imagining. I know they're in there. They laugh at us when they force degeneracy on us. You, you, what, do, you think that, you know, do you think that they support uh, homos because they like homos or they, they think fudge packing is a, is a cool thing? Do you really think that? No. No, they do it because they're a bunch of sociopaths and they don't like us. And they've gotten away with it for so long that they conspire now. I've been saying for years that, hey, there's RICO laws out there. And if a couple of smart lawyers would get together with enough uh, uh, courageous American people and charge eight or ten or a half a dozen or 20 or 30 or 100 of these politicians under the RICO statute, I, I guarantee you. It's, you got an organized crime uh, uh, situation going on with our politicians, and they just do it just like, just like duck, or water rolls off the, a, a duck's back. And they laugh, and they marvel now. 
they marvel at, at how they get away with it. Did you change? Did you see what? Hey, Joe, what's that, Bob? Man, did you see what I did to my people there? That's nothing what you did to your people. Just see what I did to my people. Oh, that was a good one, man. Can I get the notes on that one? No, no, no. I got something else up my sleeve. You just wait till tomorrow. Oh, those poor loafs, those idiots, those dupes. Eh, that's right. Or a bunch of dupes. We want to go fill baseball stadiums. Football's coming up. You got ESPN. You got all these fantasy football mock drafts. You got training camp. You got people sleeping outside of training camp so they can, I don't know, watch grown men practice playing football. When we have, well, uh, more serious matters going on in this in this in this country and in this world, and again, I don't necessarily care what happens, and uh, you know, outside of this country, but it's been concerning us for about what the last hundred and fifty or two hundred years with this whole push for globalism. Do you know that the vast majority of people in Turkey, that's right, the country of Turkey, are so-called ally? Do you know the vast majority of them, not just the people, but the reporters and politicians, the vast majority of them, are in agreement on one thing, and that is that the United States government had something to do with the failed coup attempt here about a week, week and a half ago. That's right. I had an article here. I was going to reference it here. Uh, let me find it. Let me find it. Uh, that's uh, no choice here. Let's see. Yeah, here it is. Turks can agree on one thing. U.S. was behind failed coup. Don't really need to read from the articles from New York Times. The New York Times. Dateline is today. You can check it out. That's what we do. That's what our government does to us. Who do you think that benefits? Does that benefit me? Does that benefit the liberal? Does that benefit, you know, just your moderate Democrat or your most staunchest uh, conservative Republican? That doesn't benefit any of us. And you have to wonder sometimes why our government does this. What benefit? You know, because if there were some tangible benefit, maybe I could see for us raping and pillaging and being like the Vikings of old, right? But it doesn't benefit us, ladies and gentlemen. It harms us. It harms us, not them. You think Chelsea Clinton's ever going to lace up a pair of combat boots? That freaking ugly, scumbag, disgusting, vile creature? Do you think she's? It'd be nice if she would. It would be nice if she would. And then maybe somehow she slipped through the cracks and ended up even remotely, even close to the front lines and got her freaking head blown clean off. That would be great. That would be a wonderful, glorious day. But that ain't never going to happen. You think Barack Hussein Obama, that half of a black guy, dirtbag, is ever going to let his, his, his freaking spawn, if it is his spawn, lace up a pair of combat boots, even though he's the one that supports women in combat because we're all the same. He's not going to let his dirtbag, scumbag spawn Lace up a pair of combat boots. Are you kidding me? But wouldn't that be a glorious day? I know sometimes they do it for show and tell. I know they do sometimes. Wasn't like Joe Biden's kid, like in the military, and like show and tell, and, and oh, he, he's a Marine, Zemper Fi. Go to hell. Well, just like John McCain. 
over there in Vietnam pretending to be a little flyboy. There you go. He managed to make it back, some, back somewhat unscathed. Yeah, he might have had to have an arm broken or two just to kind of, you know, kind of make the facade look, you know, kind of real or whatever. But no, for the most part, well, not for the most part, ever, are these politicians, they don't let their, you know, and then they have the nerve, these people, Clinton's out there saying it, uh, her running mate, uh, what's his name? What's uh, dirtbag Hillary Clinton's running mate's name? Top of my head, Tim Kaine. Yeah, he's saying it too, you know, uh, about how uh, Donald Trump has never sacrificed. And, and Obama came out and said he is a, he is a good Trump has no idea what sacrifices needs brave American soldiers and these brave families that sacrificed all. Shut up. Go to hell. You don't believe that for a minute. And anybody that would sit there and actually believe the uh, sincerity in any politician's voice when they supposedly grieve or mourn, or have pity, or sympathy for American servicemen to go get freaking whacked somewhere. You're an idiot. You're an idiot. So I need to spell it out. Wake up, people. Wake the hell up. You got an extra $20? You might want to go buy a box of ammunition. You have an extra $20 next week? Buy a box of ammunition. If you haven't bought that rifle yet, I've been talking about for years, you better go buy that rifle because they are orchestrating false flag events on a daily basis, it seems now. A daily basis. And how convenient, how convenient that it's lately with what they call assault rifles. And look, they know the difference. Yeah, they're idiots. Yeah, they're sociopaths, but they're not freaking stupid. They know the difference. Oh, yeah, you might have the, the lone idiot, uh, stupid reporter out there that doesn't know the difference. But they know the difference. But they keep saying it. Assault rifles. Assault rifles. I was talking with Frank during the break. I see we're coming up on the end of the show. There was another mass shooting. And it was out here in the state of Washington, up in Muckleteo, which is north of uh, Seattle. And this whack job, uh, now if it even happened, then whatever, I mean, because it doesn't matter because the perception is that it did. And whatever narrative they're spinning, it's a lie. But see, it really doesn't matter. Because his lawyer came out and said, oh, he finds it hard to believe that a 19-year-old, he said, there's just got to be something wrong where a 19-year-old who can't walk into a bar and get a, a, a beer can walk into a gun store and inside of 30 minutes walk out with no training, no licensing, nothing. And with, with an assault rifle. He said it. And he didn't just say assault rifle. He said an assault rifle. And see, this is why you know it's a narrative. Because he didn't just say assault rifle. He said assault rifle, and I'm, this is almost a direct quote, and high-capacity magazine clips, which there are no such thing. And they know that. They know that. And look, unless they really are retards, and I guess you really can't discount that completely. Okay, maybe they just really are retards, but I don't think so. That's just the narrative that they want to push. And it's working to some degree because you have, and look, they don't need all of us. They just need a few more of us because they pretty much have what they need right now. The, the, the scales, guys, are tipping. 
they're, they're, they're pretty much tip. You know, there's us over here. And because, see, good is very dense, if you catch my drift, as opposed to evil. Evil is very thin. It's not dense. There's not a lot to it. It's just, it's a, it's, there's a lot of, there's lies, there's deception, there's corruption, there's all kind of just crap that goes with, with, with evil. Okay, let's just call their side evil because that's what it is. But it's very, it doesn't weigh a lot, is my point. Not a lot of density there. Because it's all just a bunch of crap. Okay? And they've been weighing down the scales with it. Weighing it down, weighing it down. But over here you have good. See, good inherently is very dense. It's very thick. It's very robust. Because there's goodness. There's tangible things. There's not lies. There's no deception. Right? Very heavy. A lot of density. The other side, though, they're starting to tip the scales. Because, hey, man, at some point, even the scales can tip. And the scales are bursting right now. And somebody call at me on this other side of saying, hey, man, come on. I need a little help over here. I would need a little help over here. We need a little help over here. I don't care if, you know, you think it's cute that the fairies can walk around and get married. I don't care if you think it's okay that the Black Lives Matter terrorist organization can rampage uh, Walmart stores and, and loot Rite Aid drugstores and kill and rape and murder white people and assault them just because, just because they're white. I don't care if you think that's cute because of diversity. I don't care. You have to start saying, you have to start saying enough is enough. Enough is enough. You pushed those three people over there too far. I'm going to join them. I'm tired of it. Now there's four of us. See what would start to happen with the scales? Just that one person. One good person, one good person outweighs about a thousand evil, corrupt, evil SOBs every day of the week. You have to take goodness, people, into your heart, and you have to start projecting that out into society. And you have to start retching up all that is bad. Or go join their side. Because you can't sit in the middle anymore. It's, there are no more, there is no more time to sit on the fence. Because sitting on the fence is going to get you killed, either by them or by us. And only one side really wants a fight here, ladies and gentlemen, and that's them. That's them. They are the ones that are pushing the button, as I said. It's not us forcing degeneracy on the rest of society. It's them. Well, as we uh, get to the end of the show this evening, I want to thank each and every one of you for tuning in. I see MS there in the chat room uh, chatting away. I apologize. I, I will try and keep up with the chat room after my show. Hope you can stick around, MS. We can chat. Uh, Frank will be on next. Please stay tuned in to Frank. I'm sure he's going to have a lot good to say. And there's always a lot of good programming here, ladies and gentlemen, on the American Voice Radio Network. So uh, I will be back next Tuesday, barring... You know, my apprehension by, you know, whoever, SWAT teams, uh, Homeland Security, I don't know, whatever. At this point, you know, I don't really care. I couldn't give a flying jack rip anymore. Because it's got to be said. We have to take our country back, ladies and gentlemen. Wherever you are. Wherever you are. who And whoever you are. On God's green earth, please be all that you can be and become a domestic terrorist. Because they, they don't like domestic terrorists. 
That's the only way we're going to take our country back, ladies and gentlemen. You understand? And remember this as well. Freedom comes from the sword. God bless you all. See you next time. China, France, Argentina, Finland, Mexico, Russia, Zimbabwe all tried fiat currency and all collapsed into chaos. Meanwhile, the dollar has lost over 97% of its gold value since 1971, when an ounce of gold was valued at $35. If your assets are in paper, you are in danger. Protect your assets with gold and silver. Visit Discount Gold and Silver Trading at DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com or call 1-800-375-4188. That's 800-375-4188. Protect yourself and your family.
Countries have denied Internet access for their people during civil strife. The FCC seized in-use commercial shortwave frequencies right after the September 11th attacks. No one communication system can be depended on to be there when you need information. You need choices. You need a KU band free-to-air satellite system from ABR. The ABR system includes a receiver, an LNB, and a 75-centimeter dish. All you need to get on your own is the coaxial cable. The system is delivered to your door for one of four. $49.99. That's right, delivered for $149.99. That's the shipping and the system, $149.99. Call 541-225-4659. That's 541-225-4659. Or visit AmericanVoiceRadio.com and click Satellite System. Thanks to you, you know, live. 
chocolate, whatever, whatever you want to put in there, really. But, um, you know, I found that it took me maybe five minutes to make it or so, something like that. And I told you about how I put everything in the freezer, you know, um, the stainless steel bowl if you're going to do it with the mixer. Um, I used a hand blender and I used a stainless steel bowl. So I would put the stainless steel bowl in the freezer to chill it. And that just helps you to, you know, have your ice cream turn out better. And um, so if you were going to use a, a beater, I would use a stainless, you know, beaters with a mixer. I would use a stainless steel bowl. And I would also put that in the freezer and the beaters in the freezer, just like when you make whipped cream. Another thing that's not healthy. <laughs> um, but, you know, women and people that cook know when you make whipped cream, you, you chill your stainless steel bowl and you chill your beaters. So, you know, put them in the freezer to get them cool. So it'll, it'll help to make your whipped cream, you know, come out right and, and whip right and all that. So that's what I do. And then um, also I told you I put like the cover for the ice cream maker. It's plastic. It's kind of hard plastic. I put that in the freezer, and then I also put the dasher, which mixes the ice cream around and around. You know, um, I put that in the freezer. So I keep all those really chilled, and I just keep them in the freezer. So just, you know, make your ice cream, and then you can uh, wash them, you know, um, put them back in the freezer or whatever. So, and and if you want to keep an extra bowl or two in the freezer, you can do that, you know. A lot of people have more than one fridge, more than one freezer and all that. So, anyway, um, I was I did tell you about the, the Ben & Jerry's Homemade Ice Cream and Dessert book, which I have. And I, I haven't made ice cream yet this year. And it's been a while since I made it, actually. But the first time I ever made it, it was just the very best ice cream I've ever had in my entire life. And I've had homemade ice cream and I've had, you know, Haagen-Dazs and Briars and all that, which were, you know, when I used to eat ice cream from the store more, you know, a long time ago, I would, um, years back, you know, Haagen-Dazs was probably my favorite and Briars, but this blows them all away, and they have bad ingredients in them. So if you want to do the primo ingredients and the more healthy ingredients, you know, like I said, the honey, you can use the raw honey, the raw organic honey instead of the sugar, you know, or whatever you want to use. And um, you could, if you have raw goat's milk, you know, you could use that. Uh, raw cow's milk, you could use that. Although goat's milk is going to be the best, you know, the raw goat's milk. And um, so anyway, you can make it as healthy as you'd like. And I was reading, you know, people were having a fit, some of them, that reviewed this book on Amazon.com, the, the Ben & Jerry's ice cream book. And they were just, some people loved the book like me. A lot of people loved the book just like I do. But other people were, like, all worried about the raw egg aspect because some of the recipes, for instance, there's, like, some base recipes to make ice cream. And you start off with that, and then, you know, you can add other ingredients to make it all different kinds of ice cream. So one of, one of the recipes I know has eggs in it, and um, you don't cook the custard before you make the ice cream, like most people have done, you know, when they make homemade ice cream. So I've, I've used those, and, you know, we're, we have our own chickens, so 
I think that would be better for those that have their own chickens, you know, due to the salmonella risk and all that. And so if you feel better about, you know, not using the raw eggs, that's that's your prerogative. And like I said, it's not really, I'm not going to say elderly people should do it or people in a bad state of health should do it or children or pregnant women, you know, should eat the raw eggs. However, for me and Frank and I, you know, we just stick to the raw eggs from our own chickens if we're going to ever use something in put raw eggs in it or give it to our animals, you know, raw eggs. We wouldn't give them the store-bought eggs. We would give them the raw eggs from our own chickens, you know. But that's your own choice. And there are alternatives out there. There's there's something called safe safe eggs, you know. You could just look on a search engine for safe eggs, and there are pasteurized eggs you can buy, and there's ways to kind of uh, somewhat... I don't know, heat the eggs and, and different things you can do. So there are different techniques out there. You might want to look online about how to do that if you're making ice cream with eggs. And some people just cook it, you know. But anyway, in the books, uh, the book, the Ben and Jerry's book, there are recipes with just using raw eggs. And some of them don't even have eggs, you know, the base recipes. So I've made both, and I did not cook any. I don't even think there's... There may be cooked recipes in there, but I've never done it if there are. But um, anyway, so some have raw eggs, and then others have no eggs. So I, the one without the eggs, though, if you're scared of that and you don't want to use eggs and you don't have your own chickens or you can't get eggs from chickens that you feel are safe, the eggs are safe, then um, you could do the kind without the eggs. But anyway, I just wanted to <laughs> quickly say something um, to read some things here. Hopefully I can find it. But um, this review actually listed, I can't believe somebody took the time to do this, and I'm just going to rattle off some of the recipes in the book just so you can get an idea of all the different things. And it's not easy to find, even if you go to Amazon and look up the reviews, because um, it took me a while after I read this to find it again because it's just, I think it's on a review and I don't know. It was hard for me to find which one it was. But anyway, I'm just going to read it now. So, And then I'm going to get to the health stuff. So um, this one was written by a nice person that posted all this, I think, by hand. And um, they didn't copy it that I know of, but they could have. But it, here's the recipe. So this is, uh, it says the first 11 pages are the historical biography of Ben and Jerry's beginnings, a fun read, then eight pages of ice cream theory, okay, the sweet cream base, a butter fat chart telling you how much butter fat is in different dairy products, basically. And so that will help you to learn about that and, you know, how much fat affects the flavor and all that and, and it's you know the more fat the more calories and all you know well the more maybe it could make you fat but uh <laughs> um anyway so it affects the richness and everything and then there's sweeteners they discuss that they discuss eggs they discuss the hidden ingredient which is air in ice cream and how a lot of ice cream you buy in the stores are full of air, so they save money that way. The big corporations are selling you more air, you know. 
and it, and it makes the ice cream just isn't as good as homemade. And uh, ice crystals, they discussed that. Soft or hard ice cream, flavorings, salt, liqueur, fruit, how to make pint-sized batch and cookies and candy. And it says none of this reads like a textbook, more like a comic book. And I don't have the book right in front of me, but I think they're really sweet, you know, endearing illustrations and stuff. Whoever illustrated the book, I really enjoyed the pictures. And um, it says here, next come the recipes, beginning with the three sweet cream bases, okay? So you can choose which of the three you want to try. I think I used two different ones of those, one with the eggs and one without. And um, so here's some of the recipes. I think all of the recipes, okay? Ice cream. There is almond delight. Apple strawberry, banana, banana carob chip, banana cinnamon rum, banana fudge chunk, banana peanut butter, banana strawberry, Ben's chocolate, blueberry, butter pecan, candies, chocolate candy, cantaloupe, cappuccino, cappuccino chip, cherry garcia, chocolate almond, chocolate banana, chocolate chip cookie dough, chocolate chocolate chip. Chocolate cinnamon, chocolate cinnamon carob, chocolate fudge pecan, chocolate ginger snap, chocolate graham mocha supreme, chocolate malt, chocolate mint, chocolate mystic mint, chocolate nutty fudge chunk, chocolate oatmeal cookie, chocolate Oreo mint, chocolate peanut butter, chocolate Reese's cup, chocolate super fudge brownie, coconut, coconut almond, coconut cantaloupe. Coconut chip, coconut rum, coffee, coffee almond swirl, coffee Heath Bar Crunch, Dastardly Mash, Eggnog, Fifth Avenue, French Vanilla, Fresh Georgia Peach, Heath Bar Crunch, Honey Apple Raisin Walnut, Jerry's Chocolate, Kahlua Almond Fudge, Kahlua Amaretto, Kit Kat, Kiwi, Light Chocolate, Mandarin chocolate, maple grape nuts, maple walnut, mocha, mocha chip, mocha fudge chunk, mocha Heath Bar Crunch, mocha Swiss chocolate almond, mocha walnut, New York super fudge chunk, nutty fudge chunk, orange cream dream, Oreo mint, peanut brittle, peanut butter, peanut butter chocolate chip, peanut butter fudge swirl, plum, pumpkin, raspberry, Rolo cup, Strawberry, strawberry coconut, vanilla fudge chunk, vanilla malt chip, vanilla M&M's, vanilla Oreo, vanilla super fudge brownie. Then there are the sorbets, which is an ice slush or creamy slush, and it's like a frozen fruit dessert. So there's apricot beer, believe it or not, there's a beer sorbet recipe, kiwi, lemon daiquiri, Mimosa ice, raspberry, and strawberry. Then these are the bakery ones, uh, all those wondrous goodies they make and put in their ice cream. I guess Ben and Jerry do. Blonde brownies, chocolate chip blonde brownies. So these are the recipes to make the, the things that they kind of stir into the ice cream. Chocolate peanut butter cup brownies, giant chocolate chip cookies, maple walnut brownies, super fudge brownies. Then there are the sauces. The recipes for those. Almond hot fudge. Grand Marnier orange liqueur hot fudge. 
hot butterscotch, hot fudge, hot honey apple cinnamon raisin topping. I don't like raisins, <laughs> but uh, anyway, if you could leave those out if you'd like. Uh, peppermint hot fudge. Drinks, hot chocolate float, ice cream soda, Jerry's Jumbo Shake, Sundays and concoctions, apple of your eye, brownie ice cream layer cake, Chirosis Special, I'm not sure, maybe it's Chirosis Special with a CH, um, Chestnut Mare, Chocolate Nuts Delight, Flaming Cherries Jubilee, Fried Ice Cream, Fruit Lovers Frolic, Health Food Heaven, Hot Burgundy Cherries, Hot Cherry Fudge, Leave it the Beaver Special, Minty Morsel, the Jerry Berry, Vermonster, Vermont Sweet Tooth. And I'll tell you a little bit more on the other side, so stick around.
that the farm soil we get our vegetables from is dead, meaning it is depleted of minerals. Sulfur is a mineral. Sulfur has been depleted from the soil, which means most people have been depleted of sulfur. Sulfur has been found to transport oxygen throughout the body. You need oxygen. You need organic sulfur. American Voice Radio Network has organic sulfur. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com and then to the Superstore to order your organic sulfur. It's your choice. Do you want to feel better or not? Don't forget to tune in to the Sulfur Hour Plus One on AmericanVoiceRadio.com, Thursdays, 6 p.m. Pacific. Doc Mike's book, How to Practice Medicine Without a License, Be Your Own Doctor, for only $14.95, plus $2 postage and handling. Call Doc Mike Direct at 708-488-8887, or go to wakeupwell.org, that's wakeupwell.org. To order Doc Mike's book, How to Practice Medicine Without a License, Be Your Own Doctor, for only $14.95, plus $2 postage and handling, or call 708-488-8887. That's 708-488-8887. Order now. Pandemics will be a part of our future. The question is, how do we protect ourselves? Are you willing to put your trust in untested vaccine, hoping it kills mutating viruses? Remember, in 1976, health officials tried to inoculate Americans with swine flu, and there was a 300% death rate for those inoculated, and millions were paid out in damages. God gave you a sophisticated immune system, and in times of need, you can make it 10 times stronger. So there's no need to panic. Just get prepared. Call Apothecary Herbs to order your upgraded pandemic kit. You will have eight professional strength formulas offering broad-spectrum immune-boosting protection. Take a stand. Have a plan. Have peace and request your pandemic kit today. Call Apothecary Herbs toll-free, 866-229-3663, or online, thepowerherbs.com. That's 866-229-3663, or thepowerherbs.com.
right, welcome back to New World Order Info. I'm your host, Melissa Roxanne, and you're listening to me on TheAmericanVoice.com. You can also go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com and check out all the different ways to listen to AVR. Thanks to the micro-broadcasters out there for putting AVR out on your local stations, and for all of those of you out there that do support us and that tell others about us and buy things in our superstore and support our sponsors and all that. So thank you to all of you. And so um, I was telling you about the Ben and Jerry's uh, ice cream book that I told you that I have, Ben and Jerry's Homemade Ice Cream and Dessert book. And... um, so, okay, Frank, I see the message. Is that okay? Because we're having some technical issues here. So, okay, uh, there we go. How about that? Is that okay, Frank? Let me know. Thank you. Okay, so um, I'm hearing buzzing and, and all kind of crazy noises every so many seconds, which is usual. I don't know why, but I don't know. Something's up with that, but hopefully that doesn't go out. I just, I'm the only one that hear it, uh, hears that, I think. Okay, so getting back to the subject, uh, it wasn't really going to be this, but hey, I figured I'd tell you because I did see this review and it does have, you know, all the different recipes in the book. Um, so I, I told you those just before the break. So in case you just tuned in, you might want to go listen later when the archive is uploaded and you can hear all the different recipes in the the Ben and Jerry's ice cream book, and it's the name of the book is Ben and Jerry's Homemade Ice Cream and Dessert Book, and um, so it's it's a really good book when you want to have a special treat or something, and or you want to use. Okay, I'm not changing a thing, so I don't know what's going on, but um. I thought fine minute was okay. I guess not. Um, anyway, um, sorry about all the technical problems. Uh, hopefully it's okay now. I don't know. But, um, yeah, so that I just mentioned all the different recipes in that book. And, um, and uh, so uh, I'm trying to get everything right here. So... Uh, I guess I'll find out soon if it is or not. I'm I'm just waiting to hear. So, um, yeah, that's that's the book about the the ice cream and everything. And um, I guess I could go on a little bit about it, and then I'm going to get to the health stuff. Um, So since I'm not finding out anything, I'm just going to have to leave the screen and go ahead. So, um. Yeah, regarding those recipes and everything, I was telling you about the eggs and all that. There's some safe safe choice eggs, I guess, and you can look for that. Um, they sell them in different grocery stores. and so, Or you could just make the kind without any eggs, or you could actually cook the recipe, you know. I don't think they really talk about that in the book or not, but... Um, somebody here in the review talks about how they they do it. And it says, you know, that um, you can 
you know, they say they don't want to take the chance, you know, about the salmonella. So if if you're worried about it too, this is their method, and I'm not endorsing this. So you need to decide on your own, look it up, and and do it, the, you know, the way you decide is the best, or leave the eggs out altogether, you know, or get those safe choice pasteurized eggs. But um, here's here's their method: beat the eggs for a couple of minutes, then beat in the sugar or whatever you're using, I guess honey, by thirds until thick and creamy. Heat half of the milk slash cream called for in a saucepan on the stove to almost boiling or scalding, like scalding the milk, you know. And then with your beater, beating the egg mixture again, add the hot cream, hot milk to the eggs. This is called tempering. And in essence, cooking them while you're beating them with the hot milk cream, but you don't want to scramble them. That's why you temper them. So... um Anyway, you might want to look up um, tempering eggs so you can read more about how to do that. And if you don't temper the eggs first, but you just add them to the hot milk and cream on the stove, you'll have scrambled eggs in your custard base. You don't want that. So pour the hot milk, cream, and egg mixture back into the saucepan. Put it back on the stove. Keep cooking it on low till thickened up a bit. you got to stir the whole time or use a whisk, you know. Don't walk away. It goes pretty fast. Keep your eye on it. And when you see the mixture coming, beginning to come to a boil, take it off the heat and whisk, whisk, whisk. Put it back on the stove and do it all again. And they say here, I always do this a total of three times. I want those eggs cooked. Laugh out loud. All this takes is seconds to accomplish, certainly not more than a minute. So it says, take the saucepan off the stove, whisk in the vanilla. whatever flavoring you use, and um, sorry about that, I'm just, my ears are being <laughs> bombarded here, um, so yeah, whatever kind of flavoring you want to use, and um, then you can um, pour the custard into a glass bowl that has a lid on it or something like a Pyrex storage bowl. And then whisk in the other half of the cold milk cream called for in your recipe. This should cool down the custard enough to cover and place in the fridge. If not, you can let it sit on the counter for a few minutes. Okay, I don't know what's up. Um, I'm not touching anything, and uh, I turned my volume up. I guess I just need to turn it up all, you know, just just a lot more or something. It's It's way higher than I have ever had it, so... Is that okay, Frank? Well, I tried so hard, my dear, to show that you my every dream. Yet you're afraid each thing I do is just some evil scheme. 
China, France, Argentina, Finland, Mexico, Russia, Zimbabwe all tried fiat currency and all collapsed into chaos. Meanwhile, the dollar has lost over 97% of its gold value since 1971, when an ounce of gold was valued at $35. If your assets are in paper, you are in danger. Protect your assets with gold and silver. Visit Discount Gold and Silver Trading at DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com or call 1-800-375-4188. That's 800-375-4188. Protect yourself and your family. 
Dr. Doc Mike's book, How to Practice Medicine Without a License, Be Your Own Doctor, for only $14.95, plus $2 postage and handling. Call Doc Mike Direct at 708-488-8887 or go to wakeupwell.org. That's wakeupwell.org to order Doc Mike's book, How to Practice Medicine Without a License, Be Your Own Doctor, for only $14.95, plus $2 postage and handling, or call 708-488-8887. That's 708-488-8887. Order now.
All right. Welcome back to New World Order Info. I'm your host, Melissa Roxanne, and you're listening to me on TheAmericanVoice.com. You can also go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com and check out all the different ways to listen. And I'm having some problems tonight. I don't know what's going on. But hopefully it's going to work. I'm trying to re-log into the chat room just so Frank knows because I can't see anything until I do. Um, Anyway, sorry about all those problems that we've been having tonight. Uh, Hopefully they'll stop now and I can find out if my volume is right or not. But now I can't get into the chat room, so it's just one thing after another tonight. Okay, um, looks like I might be able to get in the chat room. Great, it says perfect, so I'm so happy it's finally right. Okay, um, yeah, so I was telling you about uh, the Ben and Jerry's book, like I said. Um, Yeah, let's see, the name of it is Ben and Jerry's Homemade Ice Cream and Dessert Book. And it's a really good book, and I highly recommend it. So if you want to just have an occasional sweet treat instead of, you know, eating ice cream every day of your life or something, that'd be better, I think, than than eating it too often. But like I said, you could always change up the ingredients and use the the healthier ingredients. And so I I just think it's a good book. I, I haven't even made ice cream in a long, long time. It's probably been at least a year but I do have some some ice cream makers that work really well. I think it's a good gift to give somebody, a great wedding present, you know, or present for anybody, um, you know, unless they're those types that don't, you know, eat dairy products or something, or they're they're just the type that would never, ever, ever eat something like that. So anyway, um, it's really simple to make, and like I said, you know, the, the recipes that I made, they were very simple, and they just took me maybe five minutes tops to mix, and I just used a hand blender, and um, I'm sure you could add whatever other ingredients to just vanilla, you know, to change it up and make it your own recipe. There's recipes all over the Internet, too, but these are specifically from Ben & Jerry's book, and, um, you know, I think that each recipe will give you an idea of how much it makes, so... You know, usually these ice cream makers you can buy are pretty, they're not going to make, you know, a lot of ice cream. So that's another good thing because you don't have to make a a whole bunch. And um, you you might eat it all, you know, after you make it because it doesn't make so much. So that might be another reason why you might want to get another one of those bowls to put in the fridge or more than one, you know, get a couple or something. And that way, you know, you could make sherbet, you could make sorbets, you could make whatever. You don't have to just make ice cream. So you can make it healthier, too. And so anyway, um, I'm going to probably, um, they do say here on this review that they they talk about when you're, you're kind of heating the eggs, you know, cooking the custard because this person is not wanting to use the raw eggs in the recipe. So I was giving you some instructions from them on how to do that um like i said you might just want to look up tempering eggs for ice cream homemade ice cream or something online and get the specific instructions you know so that'll be a lot easier for you if you do want to do it that way 
And a lot of people have are very familiar with how to do that. And, you know, so somebody that knows how to cook well or if it's, you know, your wife, your mother, or whoever it is, a lot of guys know too how to do this. So ask somebody else if you're not sure how to do it, and maybe they can help you. But um, they're saying here that, um, you know, if this is the to the above cooled down custard, they say, you know, usually before putting in the fridge, you'll be adding the various flavors, mashed fruits, chocolate, et cetera, that's called for in your recipe. And this is just a, a, an, a not, just a person online doing a review, talking about how they, they do it. And um, so actually um, they say if you're really in a hurry, you can always make an ice bath because you can't really make the ice cream with that heated up, you know, custard on the stove. You're not going to be able to just pour it when it's hot off the stove into the ice cream maker. That's going to ruin your ice cream. So you're going to have to chill that once you cook it. So that's just a whole lot of extra stuff that I don't want to deal with myself. And and since we have our own chickens and we've never had a problem giving the raw eggs to our animals, I'm not saying to do it yourself, but that's what we do. And they're very healthy. And, you know, they, they I think the eggs help them definitely, you know, because they're getting protein and good stuff from those eggs. But, um you know, I don't want to go through all this and it takes forever and then you have to chill it and all that um, versus either leaving the eggs out, which I've done, and there's recipes for that, and, and they you would never know there are no eggs in it. Um, it's, I'm telling you, it's, it's just as good as the one with the eggs. So if you want to just make the kind without the eggs and not deal with all this or not have to worry about the raw egg aspect, you can do that. But they say if you're really in a hurry and you do make that cut. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.